rock and roll band. Fly at night in the morning we land. Fly at night till we're satisfied. See the morning from the other side. And when you close your eyes, sleep comes fast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Comic Ambush. I'm not sure what number it is. I think it's 44. I could be wrong. Doesn't matter. Uh, today with me, I have the Anthony. Yo. And the Lenny. What up? What up? And myself. And uh, this weekend, I made a point of actually seeing Spider-Man 2 uh, for this particular episode. I was supposed to actually do an episode with Josh and his girlfriend about the movie last night, but uh, things went sideways on me and I had to cancel. So I'm going to try again Tuesday. So look forward to hearing their take on the movie. Cool. Ooh. I know, is everybody yeah. shocked that Josh has a girlfriend yet, or what? Not really, no. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Kyle would answer that differently, but I'm he's sure he would. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. No, Josh is a good dude. He, he can find girls. He's, he's a busy guy now. He's got a girl, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, that, that's what happens when, yeah. when you find a girl. <laughs> your life turns around. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Depends on the girl. All right, so yeah. let's talk about Amazing Spider-Man uh-huh. 2. Anthony was really excited to chat about this. I know. Uh, I got well, to take I'm my whole family. Well, I'm up ago when I saw it. What's that? Oh, you saw it a month ago. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Well, right? near enough a month ago. Yeah. I think it's only been two weeks, hasn't it? Well, I'm exaggerating, obviously. But okay. It's been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing. You know, somebody was saying, you know, why I think they released all these superhero movies first in England is because those guys don't spoil shit. Whoa. No, we're very, we're very, we're gentlemen about it. We yeah. don't believe spoilers which Whoa. you know we we i don't spoil stuff but everyone else just spoils the bloody agents of shield for me so oh sorry about that it's not you just the, the rest of the internet yeah <laughs> no i hear you man it's same with uh like friday night it opened and friday night i was reading my twitter feed and i got spoiled on the spider-man movie a bit i was like fuckers but i mean i was kind of expecting it anyway so Alright, so when something's out there, people are going to talk about it. I think the thing with this movie is you expect certain things to happen and they do happen. Right? Yeah, well, that's kind of superhero films. Like, they do always, they do all tend to follow, like, a certain, um, like, kind of method, don't they? Mm -hmm. Like, with the setup and then the the exposition. Mm-hmm. And like it, they'll like they'll open with like a big fight scene, and then you'll have some exposition, a little fight scene, and then you'll have like the the defining moment, the character where he will learn something, and then you have another big fight scene, and then it ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically yeah. The, that's the beats to the movie too. Um, the action was good, man. I like how it opened, uh, ish, right? Like, what, what, there was a big fight with uh. Peter's parents Some... trying to get away. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, oh, that, that was cool. Yeah, the plane bit. Yeah, yeah I yeah. forgot about that. For some reason, I thought it opened with Rhino, but you're right. Yeah, it does open. Well, it kind of does. It, um, it follows on from the plot thread they kind of forgot about halfway through the first Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> film because that's, that's. I think that's one of the criticisms of the first film that like they kind of just gave up with the plot about his parents like halfway through mm. to focus on the yeah. lizard. So mm. they like tidied that up in the sequel and actually like told you the whole deal with his parents and why they're not there and the secrets and stuff, which is quite cool. 
Yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, kind of jumping ahead a little bit, the part where uh, Peter finds out that Richard Parker had spliced these spiders. I'm, I'm thinking these are the same spiders that Peter got bit with, right? Uh, he used his own DNA, and that's why it did yeah. fuck Peter up so badly, except yeah. for giving him the extraordinary yeah. abilities, right? Because they're DNA yeah. compatible. That's what that's a, I got from it. I think that's, that's a cool it, explanation. Yeah. yeah, man, it was. I thought that was kind of neat. That works. Um, yeah. For all the chit chat there was in the movie, there was a lot of chit chat in the movie. <laughs> Lots of character-driven drama, I guess you could say. Mm. Which you know is kind of sad at the same time, because uh, I was expecting a lot of action. You watch that trailer, and the best part of the trailer is actually the ending of the movie. I was like, damn it. I think I think there was I think there was plenty of action in it. Well, there was enough for me, but see, I, 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 I love all the Peter and Gwen stuff, though. I actually prefer that over the action because I just think Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield are so great together. It's just so watchable mm-hmm. when they're on screen, mm-hmm. like the chemistry between them and and how they're written. Like I, I was more interested in that than really? like all the fight stuff. I thought all the action scenes looked a bit cartoony and like a video game, and they were good. They were like they were good action scenes for a Spider-Man film, but mm-hmm. I just. I cared more when it was like the actual actors on screen, like doing s- stuff rather than like the CD heavy things. Because that's what I realized is a problem with, I think, especially, it seems mostly with Spider Man films where they're always like CD heavy and they do get to the point where, or they're getting to the point now where they are like looking more like video games and cartoony or as even more so than like what the. Winter Soldier did because, like, I don't really want to say the Winter Soldier looked more believable because it had like heli- helicarriers crashing out the sky and lots of explosions in the middle of Washington, but it was a bit more believable than like this blue guy shooting electricity from his body. But, yes, yeah. Which, by the way, Jamie Fox was pretty awesome. I thought in that movie, uh, made a really good Electro, especially when he was Electro when he decides. <laughs> Can you shut up? I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Look at me like that. Get your hand out of your panties. Jeez. <laughs> Cut that out. Uh, what's he talking about? Oh, yeah. Electro. Yeah. Uh, he did really good in the beginning. I didn't, like, <laughs> when he's just Max Dillon or whatever before the transformation. Uh, kind of a creepy dude, you know? Like, truly, yeah. truly came off as a real loser. Uh, but then you find the more you find out about it, you, he's you, you kind of empathize with him because he's been nothing but uh, stepped on his whole life. Mm. So when he does get the power and he becomes Electro and he says that part, I was like, "Holy shit, he's in it now!" Like, thought it was pretty good, you know. Like the <laughs> when he actually now. called when he calls himself Electro. Yeah, man, I like, thought that was like, yeah, but <laughs> I thought that was a bit. Not- <laughs> oh, I kind of cringed. A bit little that things bit. with him like, too that really? were really good. I thought like uh, going to say that out loud. I did. Right. Call. Like right. why? Where did, like... where did he get the name from though? Like why? <laughs> he he made it up. Been thinking about it for a while. Yeah. Why did he just come up with that? <laughs> other than like that, other than the fact that it's in the script, because that's why he was called in the comics fifty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Another part that like little Easter eggs popped out all over the place too. When uh, one guy's giving him shit before he turns electro, uh, he's like, "It's my birthday, I want to go out," and he's like, "No, no, you go back and fix this power generator," which obviously leads oh, yeah. him to his transformation. But uh, it was he was what did he say to him? He said, "Have, have a good evening, Mister Smythe," and I was like, "That's it was, Smythe." It was all, yeah. yeah, it was Alistair Smythe. Fucker, that's awesome, man. I thought that was really good. Hmm. Um, 
Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, ooh, I wasn't expecting that. Eric, you know, yeah. what? you know, when, I can't remember, I haven't Googled it to check, but when Electro first appeared in Spider-Man, like, back in the 60s, was he pretty much just a crook with electric powers? Because I think all of this crazy stuff they, is, has just been added to the film, hasn't it, for the character? Well, like, he can uh, tra- travel through the lines and stuff? No. No, I mean, we, I mean, like, the Max Dillon side of him, where he's kind of, like, this really oppressed, like, nerd who just can't get a break in life. Yeah, honestly, man, I don't know. Because I... from what I remember, like, in the comic, he's just, like, basically a crook criminal. who wants yeah. to yeah. rob banks and steal whatever the element of the week is. Because mm-hmm. it was the 60s. So. Right. Well, I, first I suppose that's good, though, them adding some character to the guy to make him a bit more interesting for a film. Yeah, like I said, like you kind of you kind of empathize with the guy. Well, I did, anyways, as I was watching it, and then you know, he finally he just has enough and he stands up. So you can't really blame him for doing what he does, I guess. But some of it, like then, there's still some beats with him that I was just like, why the fuck are you even there? Like, okay, I don't know. Like the the last little bit with him in the, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm trying to think, I'm thinking about the Sorry. part before what happens to Gwen. You know, like why does she? Oh. She's just there, and I'm like, she's like, I can restart the power thing, so you can take care of Electro, and all she's got to do is flip one fucking switch. Like, come on, <laughs> one switch. Like, she's the only one who knows how to do that. It's a big yellow bar. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's an off position, on position. That's all she did. I was like, what the hell? Weak sauce. But you know, that's not the end of Electro. You can't destroy energy, right? Right. Well, he's gonna be in the Sinister Six, so that's not the end. It has of it. to be. It has to be. Well, yeah, that's what I was just thinking. He's probably going to be the main actor in that movie, right? Like, he'd be the headliner? He was basically well, Jamie, Jamie Foxx, I would have thought, would be the big name in it if he's signed on to do more than one film. I don't even know yeah. what they're going to go on with Sinister Six with getting, like, Dean Hannah, the guy who's gobbling back and all that stuff. I don't know how Sony are planning it. Because there'd be a, um, Paul Giamatti as well getting, mm-hmm. coming back for the Rhino. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, you figure all the guys that they signed up for this movie would would carry over for the other movies, because why, why go through the trouble of getting the big-name guys so they could yeah. be bit players in Spider-Man? Though we'll definitely be seeing more of the Rhino, because he was a very bit player in this movie. Yeah. I'd say. He was the, the, the ending in the beginning. I kind of like that, though. How I did, too. Because, yeah. like, the Rhino's... He's not interested enough to do a full film around, is he? Not really. What, does he, he runs through walls and robs banks again. It always comes back to like, <laughs> robbing things. That's all he does. Yeah. So you can't really do like a full draw film. So it's better. And I've wanted that for ages though. Like Just like start a film with a villain fight and end it with the same villain fight. Like They could have done this, the exact same thing with the shocker. And it would have been like just as cool. To just have like, the beginning and the ending. The shocker. Hmm. Like, like it'd be great if the... He did the shocker the way Bendis did in Ultimate Spider-Man, where like Spider-Man just like beats him really easy, and then the shocker just gets like really mad at him, and just every time like he tries to rob a bank, Spider-Man just like webs him up really easy, and then the shocker gets really pissed off and like kidnaps <laughs> him and tortures him. Yeah. <laughs> but that's anyway. a good, no, that's a good good a good call because that's kind of what they did with the Rhino here, because you know yeah. the way he beats him in the beginning is very comedic. He like humiliates him. Yeah, well, he's he doesn't he's not the rhino really. He's just Alexi, right? Like the guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, 
I thought that was funny hearing Paul Giamatti speak like that with that Russian accent. It's like, wow, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of comedy in the movie. I'll even I'll admit that that was that had good moments. My kid and my wife were laughing, so that, I mean, it must have been funny, right? Yeah, I guess. What would you know? You haven't seen it. <laughs> you've seen the trailer. If you've seen like more than two trailers, you've seen yeah. the majority. Of them. Yeah, that's I mean true. that's and that's honestly that's why I'm not wasn't really excited for it because mm. you you know what you're getting, you know what I mean. Mm. And I've read enough Spider-Man to to know what I'm getting without having to see the movie. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'll catch it when it comes around on DVD or something. But I'm not in a rush to you know spend the money and sit through something that I have a bit general idea of what's mm-hmm. gonna go on. So. That's the way I was with the first one, but and then I, when I did finally see the first one, I was like, "Hey, this is pretty good." Yeah. Um. I I enjoyed the I enjoyed um, the second one a lot more than I did the first one in cinema. I I liked the first one watching it more when I've seen it a couple of times more now on like Blu-ray and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed like the second one more than I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. Like when I saw it in the cinema. It is a better movie. Yeah. Even I I would admit that. Uh, I think. The only thing that really bothered me was the the Peter Parker angst was really played up in this one. I mean, okay, it was kind of creepy the way he kept seeing uh, uh, Captain Stacy everywhere. But, uh, you know, because it was his guilt. His guilt for still seeing Gwen, I guess. Is Dennis Leary in this movie? Yeah, a couple yes. times, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, oh, depends in, in what sense you mean in it. He doesn't say a word. No, he's just a he's a ghost, really. Yeah. Standing around, <laughs> or like a vision, like Peter's seeing. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, I, was, was Uncle Ben in it? Oh, no. was no. Was he just in, I think he's like in a tiny bit in the beginning, maybe. What? I don't even remember that. Maybe when they were kind of was did in, their flashback, but I don't didn't yeah. recognize Martin Sheen at all. In the rate, that's what Sam Raimi did, isn't it? He kept on having Uncle Ben come back with the answer and Peter, because he ended up appearing in each film. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's okay. So uh, uh, this is better this way. I think it's a, it's a more of a like he still feels bad for Uncle Ben, and they talk about him all the yeah. time, like him and Aunt May. So yeah, you know like that's the there. But, it, but to have something else on top of it now, I guess makes it. I don't know. I don't like whiny pussy Peter Parker. Okay, that's <laughs> kind. Of, that's kind of that's that's Spider Man though, isn't it? Really, yeah. like the Aunt's guilty character. Yeah. That's what he should be. That's why they're turning it up to eleven. Yeah, they did. The film. They did. Oh, and when he's did. actually Spider-Man, that's when he does all of his fun stuff and comes out with the quippy one-liners. Yeah. And which he did quite well in this movie, I thought. Um, I was going to ask you, but what did you think about Norman? Like, oh, you think he I was juiced up a little bit there in the beginning before he supposedly died? I don't think he's dead. I don't think he's dead. I hope not, because if he's dead, I think they're wasting him a little bit. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, the, look, did you see the way his fingernails were and shit? Yeah, I was like, just like, he looked, yeah. I mean, Len's not seen it, so he might not, so he won't know. But he looks a lot like he was going to turn into the Goblin from yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man, yes. Yes. where he's, his oh, body, okay. body was going to like physically mutate into a Goblin, which is kind of what um, Harry did, just not to the same extent of the Ultimate look. But right. it, it looks like it looks like that's the route they're going to go, rather than put him in like a Power Ranger outfit again, like I did in the Sam Raimi. I thought when he shot himself up, when when Nor- Harry shot himself up, he thought he was he was going to heal himself, but he wasn't. He got really mm. sick really fast, and that's why he guns yeah. that goblin glider, and that's what's keeping him alive because it's got a healing unit. 
That's what I noticed. I was like, interesting. But then again, you know, he was kind of only a, a plot B. Plot B was kind of huge, though. Well, it would be kind of cool, like, if they played up the Richard Parker, like, DNA thing, like, if they're actually doing, like, gene splicing. <laughs> it would be cool if they if they tied that into the villains. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're saying, like, if Green Goblin actually turned into a creature of some sort because of, you know, working with Oscorp or whatever. The genetics, yeah. Right, or if, you know, like, yeah. the rhino actually turned into, you know, like, the comic book rhino, like, he looks mm-hmm. like a dude in a suit, but if you made him more of, like, a, like a mutant rhino... But you know, but tie it back to Oscorp and stuff like that. Like I think that would be cool for the movie purposes, you know, because then it's it's its own take on it. Mm. But you're still getting the you know the characteristics of of the characters from the comics. Kind of see what you're saying. Like we're uh, but our, the Vulture guy is obviously just going to be a dude in the in a suit. Yeah. Well, uh, so is Doc Ock. Because that's the arms that's are... one thing that bothers me is the thing about Doc Ock. Why the fuck are the metal arms over in Oscorp and we haven't even that's... seen a spot of Otto? Is he going to yeah. be a super scientist? Is going to be some crook that he just give the tentacles to? I'm I, think pro- that's the, I, I think that's the problem. I think that could be the potential downside to having like Oscar being the connecting factor for all the villains and since the sake. It's like you are gonna you you might miss out a little on like the origins of each character. Mm-hmm. This like we've I suppose the Doc about you could still do like the explosion in the lab because you could just be like. Um, um, an, an Oscorp employee like in Ultimate Spider-Man again and then he's doing like some experiment and it goes horribly long and then the arms get grafted to him like with that's that's his comic book origin isn't it and he could easily do that in the film if he wants right. to yeah I hope that's the way they go plus you saw you saw those arms though and yeah. you you don't, know, you, like, don't know why or how, so they could have been designed by someone named Otto exactly like who knows that we haven't they haven't yeah. You think it visited a flashback or something like that in the yeah. next movie if they wanted. Yeah, but, well, but I using think... what? Oh, sorry, go on, Lenny. Well, I was just no, gonna say can... I think I think using Oscorp as like the vehicle to have you know things like giant metal arms and and vulture glider type wings. I, I think that's smart because then you're not questioning well where'd this guy getting giant metal arms from? You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's cool to yeah. have to have a super you know, superstructure, uh, you know, science lab corporation that has the money and the power to create these things that yeah. nobody else can get access to. And then you just have to find a way to fill the villains in. Mm-hmm. So I think that mm-hmm. works. But like you're saying, is is everyone who's in the Sinister Sticks going to be an employee of Oscorp? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> you know, Looking like... <laughs> although, like that, along that's the- where they'll have the problem, but... Yeah. I think they missed, I think they missed an opportunity, though, to seed Venom, because... They've like they've established that Richard Parker and Kurt Connors and Norman Osborn like worked together yeah. like ten years ago. They could have had a fourth guy named Eddie Brock Sr. Yeah, yeah. working with like, the team as well. Uh-huh. And this is from Ultimate Spider-Man. So yeah. like a lot of this stuff I'm saying is from Ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then that would have seeded Venom for a future film because they we know they're making a Venom film. See, this is what I don't get about Sony, right? I want to go on a little bit of a rant now. They want to make a universe, but it doesn't seem like they've really like thought about it that hard to how they're going to like make this universe. Because like a Sinister Six film without Spider-Man, what? Why? Why would you? What? What's going to happen in it? You need the, the the Sinister Six come together to defeat Spider-Man. So you're going to have a Sinister Six film where the ending is going to be where the teams together, and that's going to lead into a Spider-Man three. That's the only way they can do it. I think that's what's going to happen. 
I haven't heard much about this Sinister Six. Well, movie. He, An Andrew Garfield has only is only doing Amazing Spider-Man three, and I think he's pretty much. I think he's done that. So they even need to get a new guy in, or they right. need to be Miles yeah. Morales. But Miles no. Morales is another whole topic. Right. <laughs> No, no, yeah, dude, it'll be, it'll hey, that's what you know. What I've I've been hearing a lot about that. And you know what I think? I don't think they have the rights to Miles Morales. I think they have they the rights not, to Peter yeah. Parker and that before Miles yeah. even came along. Like Miles is still pretty new, right? Yeah, I would yeah. have thought Marvel Studios would have Miles Morales. I would personally. Hope so. That would be but cool. It's if hard Marvel for them. Threw Miles into like Avengers three or something. Yeah, but they still yeah. they probably still can't use the Spider Man terminology. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Like right? the title. Yeah. How. How would you do Miles? Like, do, do it if you do Miles without Spider-Man and Peter? It's it's kind of like a different character because he takes on the he's inspired by Peter, isn't he? Mm. To take to yeah. be become Spider-Man, and if you've not got Peter there, it's kind of like it's it's a different character. But mm. it could it could be done. I just be I just, I'm glad I'm not the guy who has to do it basically. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But but I agree with you. Like Sony has thrown out all like their future plans for these movies and stuff. But like you're saying, you're not seeing the seeds get dropped anywhere. Yeah. So it he, doesn't so... seem as well thought out as what Marvel Studios is doing. Right. With, yeah. With, with like Kevin Feige being like the 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 visionary of the whole universe. It does. It, it seems you. It's more. It's easily noticeable they're doing it just to cash in because it's working really well for Marvel Studios. But the reason it's working really well. Marvel Studios is because they've had they, they've had long term plans mm. from the beginning. Like they're taking yeah. their time, yeah, they've taken the time. They've been planning years in advance. Like they knew they were leading up to Avengers, and now they know where they're going for like the next like ten or twenty years in the films. And we yeah. might not get them all, but they have like a plan. And like Sony, right. just they they just don't have they've not had a long term plan. Because if they did, they would have signed Andrew Garfield on for more than three films right, before he yeah. became a, a bigger star. Well, maybe they're just going to throw more money at him. That, well, yeah, maybe that's why he's saying, well, I've only yeah. got a contract till three and, and then I'm done. Until right, they yeah. won't well, pay me more I, money. I want, him to, I want him to play Spider-Man forever, so I'd be quite, they can pay him like <laughs> as much as they want. Ooh. Right, no, I mean, that could have been, you know, Garfield's and his agent's plan like say you know what do, do three movies and then renegotiate mm -hmm. don't get yeah. trapped into a small deal when you know it's going to explode in a maybe, decade maybe they're like you know what robert downey jr did for avengers the lights mm. go on right yeah yeah so if you get a royalty kickback on something that makes like even if the what's i think i read it was at 600 and something already the movie wow with its international gross and mm -hmm. the opening weekend or maybe i, I don't know it's, it'll be big numbers. Spider-Man films always are. Even Spider-Man oh, right. 3 yeah. was a pretty good. Still took a lot of money. Yeah, it yeah. did. Anyways, uh, anything else we want to talk about the movie? They, they... Did, we, did we actually did we actually talk about Gwen? Not Gwen really. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I don't going know. Going to? Is everyone? Are you recovered from it? Right? I'm, I'm. You know what, man? What had happened? I clapped my hand. I like just one clap. I was like. I didn't think it was going to happen, honestly, through the whole thing. I'm like, they spent way too much time making you remember why these two are in love or why they're together and why they're so perfect for each other. That's why it I know, and did that's why it, it worked. They, they did it, man. Oh, that's but awesome. They, they did, and it was so well done. It like, was better than the comic. So good. It was way that's better awesome. than the comic. Uh, yeah, because nobody thought they were really going to do that. I didn't think it was going to happen either. Yeah. Honestly. I was like, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, See, yes. 
you're saying it's better than the comic. I thought it was thought kind it was. of like done the same way, kind you know, of like kind yeah. of like this, where he comes so close to saving her. Yeah, like you to the point where you actually think he's going to, and then it's like no, no. Oh yeah, okay. Well, in this one, in the comics, right when he webs her, the force falling and the non bungee style, I guess. Yeah, like the, the spidey web, it, it breaks her neck, right? Yes. Yeah. And this one, she smashes her head off the fucking ground. Like he, oh, she's, oh, falling. she's falling, she's falling, and catches her, man, just like two feet off the ground, and she, her head fucking off the pavement. So like, close. Oh. <laughs> Which is another thing I wanted to point out: the way that they used his spider sense in this movie, like you knew it was his spider sense going on. Like everything just kind of slows down, and they use that through that whole sequence of Gwen dying. So that's why I was like, oh, he's gonna save her. He's gonna save her. Fuck. <laughs> it was. Wow. Uh, that's yeah. cool. My heart's bound a little bit just talking about it, man. I was kind of sad. Did mm, they introduce uh, Mary Jane? No. In, in his no. Movie? no. No. Didn't they have an actress, though? Wasn't yep. that part of they like, the... They did. Okay. They had an actress who's going to become a huge star because she's in The Fault in Our Stars adaptation. So she, it was Shailene Woodley mm-hmm. was cast as Mary Jane. She had a couple of scenes, but for some reason, Sony cut her out of the film. And I don't think she wants to come back to do the third film now because of that reason and it's going to be it's it sucks for sony because she's going to be a huge star but she's kind of already on the on the way right. i don't know if you two have heard of the book the fault in our stars it's like a teen yeah, uh, she was, yeah it's a like a young adult novel yeah yeah there was a yeah two, that, that's out in the yeah that i see yeah that's out in a couple of months and that's going to make her like a really big star so yeah sucks to then, be so yeah sony dropped the ball <laughs> uh, i don't yeah. know I, I think they could be better I don't know. I, I kind of I I like I I defended. Her. I thought she was a good choice. I know a lot of people were saying she wasn't like hot enough and like really stuff like that. It's like shut up. But I thought she would have been a good choice. We'll see. But they I they probably we'll will. Yeah. Do do we even know? Because she did film some scenes, but they got cut out. So will she? Man, yes, like you said, uh, she doesn't want to come back. But is she obligated? Do we? Yeah, don't I don't know. know. I mean, yeah, don't know what kind of contract yeah. or whatever she had. Exactly. Oh, I've not really stuck. read into it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to read into it before seeing the film in case it spoiled it, and mm-hmm. it turned out she was actually in it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, what else now, can we talk about? Now we know who to introduce in number three. <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully, I guess. All right, it's gotta Jane. be somebody. Well, no, they had the black cats in it, man. Felicia's in it. Is she really? Yeah, like she becomes. She's like the note taker at the Oscorp again. She's an Oscorp employee, right? Nice. He did call her Felicia Hardy, did he not? Because he's like, "Hello, what's your name?" And and she and she replies, "Felicia Hardy." Or am I remembering well, that wrong? If you look in the credits, her, she is just credited as Felicia and not Felicia Hardy. So okay. they could quite easily turn around and say that wasn't actually Felicia Hardy. Okay. I kind of hope okay. it is because I really like I really like Felicity Jones. Who yeah, I was like, you put a white wig on that chick, she's very good looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's what are they going to throw in a Sinister Six? Nah, that'd be awesome. Ooh, Ooh. Right? that'd like, be kind of cool, right? Black Cat in the Sinister Six. Ooh. Yeah, I would and really there's love. There's your Spider-Man connection, right? I would love if they just bypassed the whole Mary Jane thing and went right with the Black Cat and do their whole little relationship. Because when I first started reading Spider-Man as a wee lad, oh, that was the deal. She was dating <laughs> Spider-Man, and then he said, "I'm Peter Parker." She was like, "I'm dumping you. I'm dating Spider-Man." And then it was kind of just weird after that for a long time, and then. Did she throw Stanley up in front of her? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did That's she? what she did in the Ultimate comics. It was brilliant. Oh, right. But yeah, when she's she way stopped. older, right? 
Yeah, that's yeah. why she threw up, because yeah. he's still a minor, technically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that was> <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, that was cool. Maybe they'll do something with her. Maybe that'll be the, so. the twist for Sinister Six. Not a bad movie, man. Not a bad movie at all. I mean, a little chatty, a little slow. I'm pretty sure my kid was bored. But uh, the last scene at the end, where the rhino actually shows up, uh, Spider-Man has quit for a little bit after uh, Gwen dies. And then mm-hmm. he's, I guess he's like, okay, well, I don't know. Here's some inspirational words from his, his Aunt May, of course. Which isn't as drawn out as it is in uh, the Sam Raimi uh, Spider-Man too. Uh-huh. Anyways, I think it's a nice quick bam bam. So he puts the costume back on. He's gonna go fight the rhino. But uh, while they're everybody standing oh, around, yeah, man, this oh. little kid's wearing a Spider-Man costume. Yeah. Jumps oh, over the rail, so good. and like my daughter was like, "What's he doing?" I'm like, "Spider-Man's not there. He's gonna fill in." She's like, "Oh, that kid, he's brave," and she was she was <laughs> into it, man, because the little kid went out there and he stood there in front of the rhino, right. and the rhino was like, "Oh, little man." <laughs> amusing, <laughs> amusing at one moment and ridiculous in another. But uh, then Spider-Man shows up and he's like, "Good job, bro. Thanks for filling in." And my my kid loved that man. I love that's cool. Was great. That, yeah, that's a, a cool little idea. nod for for the younger fans. Oh, it was awesome. So you know, saying, "Hey, anyone can be Spider-Man," type thing. Yeah. That's cool. No, she was she paid attention. I'm like, who was who was you know even afterwards we were talking to her our <clears throat> her grandparents and uh, I was like, who are the bad guys in the movie? And she named them all: Green Goblin, Electro, Rhino, Rhino fucked a little kid. It was quite cute. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Not a bad movie, man. I mean, if your kid doesn't get bored easy, it's good for them, I guess. My kid did. But she's oh, still yeah. stuck through it. Well, Anyways. She's young. <laughs> yeah, she's only five. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to add, really. Uh, no, I mean, it sounds uh, cool. Like I said, I'll check it out when it when it comes yeah, around. Yeah, no. It'll be on DVD in two months. Yeah. I, I asked Kyle, now I'm going to ask you, Eric, what? Which, which one did you like more, Winter Soldier or Spider-Man 2? Oh, Winter Soldier, for sure. Oh, you answered that really easily, then. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I'm really torn. I can't oh. decide. Winter Soldier was just a <laughs> more action. Like you said, it's a little more believable. to and, and, you know, like I have my problems with Spider-Man in the, in the first place. With him being so whiny and shit. And, like, I didn't... I felt that was a big chunk of this movie. And I didn't really care for that. Like, even... Like I said, the boring parts for the kids were kind of boring for me too. But for others, I mean, like you, you enjoy that stuff, uh, the whole kissy kissy stuff, I guess. <laughs> the only kissy kissy I want to see is fist to jaw. So I think I don't know. I preferred Winter Soldier. See, I'm really torn on it because I, I I like I love Winter Soldier because I thought it was a good cat film, and I I love the Winter Soldier uh, comic book arc mm-hmm. and. It was a really good with all the Marvel Cinematic Universe world building it did and like just changing the shift of the the universe of the future. But then Spider-Man comes along and it has pretty much all the stuff I want from a Spider-Man film in like one film. And the last one to do that was Spider-Man 2. So I'm really taunt. I can't decide which one I like more. I think I'm going to have... It's going to be a... Deciding when they're both released on Blu-ray, and then I'm probably still not gonna have made my mind up. <laughs> <laughs> they're both pretty good movies, but I prefer the yeah. the Captain America one. I gotta say, because I don't know, <laughs> it's just more punching, more guns, more explosions, more drama, more thrill. It was more of a thriller than this one was. See, that's the thing about being a comic book reader, right? You know these things about Gwen Stacy and her dad, and you you know I, I was like, I expect this to happen, but I don't think they're gonna do it because. 
their chemistry is so awesome and stuff. And then they did it, and I was like, oh, shit, you followed through. So I got to give them props for that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The more I think about it, the more the harder the decision will be, would be, I guess. But yeah, for now, Captain America over Spidey 2. Mm, cool. But I bet my kid would pick Spidey 2 over Captain America. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're different kinds of movies. You know, like you said, Captain America is more of a, a war thriller type, you know, movie mm. where Spider-Man is is meant to be like action adventure type stuff. Yes. The everyday man could be Spider-Man. Yeah. Not everybody could be Captain America. All right. So how do you guys feel about talking about some comic books? I'm behind. Yes, that's okay. How, how far behind I've not, are you? I've not read Amazing Spider-Man 1 yet. Me neither. Because you know why? It was $6, and... Ugh. Yeah, another $6 comic. Okay, sure, there was 50 um, pages of Spider-Man story, and the first issue of Inhuman was in there, but... Uh, whatever. It's in the mail. I wasn't going to buy it twice, so that's why I haven't read it myself. And I'm assuming yours actually, is in the mail. Uh, I actually have the issue. Oh. I bought a variant cover for £30. Oh. I've just not read it, because I paid that much Don't for open it. it. I'm... Don't I'm not. I'm not touching it. I would know. That, that's on eBay. <laughs> the most I've ever paid for a single comic ever. What's it's the Marcos Martin version. Yes. It's gorgeous. I mean, it was worth every penny. But I am not reading it. I'm waiting for my normal copy to arrive yes. on Tuesday. Frame it and put it on the wall. I would frame something like that and put it well, on. Well, yeah. I'm. I'm. I don't like to get it signed or not by Stanley in July or June, whenever it is. I'm meeting Stanley. I don't know. I don't know why I want Stanley to sign. I can't decide. It's really hard. I don't I'm know so if undecisive. Stanley decided or not either, man. Yeah, because it's it's tough, innit? Because I kind of want something he's written. I want him to sign something he actually wrote, but I have like one comic that he wrote. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know. No, I hear what you're saying. It's the in, Inhuman being in it, kind of. I'm I'm actually kind of annoyed that Marvel put Inhuman in Amazing Spider-Man number one because that's kind of just like ruined the comic forever now. Like, because they had not just waited. Dude, like I, I get why, because it was a big selling issue, and a lot of people would have picked up on it. It's a um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's it'll give a ex- good exposure to Inhuman if that's not selling that well. But at the same time, it's a first issue. It's a Spider-Man. It's only the third. Um, but it's only the third time. I'm- it's number one. It's like it is kind of a big thing, and they've just ruined it forever by putting something completely unrelated to it in this the back of the third comic. time. It yeah, because there was the John Byrne one in the nineties, and this is the third issue one Spider-Man's had. Well, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, okay, I'm pretty sure. It's the I don't know. I'm, I'm like I've got a few Spider-Man number ones, but I think they're yeah. you know, is, well, different. he's had a lot of titles, hasn't he? Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. pretty sure this is only the third time Amazing Spider-Man has had a number one issue, yeah. which is surprising at Marvel because even Uncanny well, X-Men went like 500 odd issues, and now that's had like four number ones, I think, or five. Yeah, that. <laughs> well, now it's more yeah. of a uh, sales and marketing thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Than anything, you know, than it was in the past. In the past, mm-hmm. they let comics get up to 300 issues or whatever, and they didn't care. Now it's after 40 issues, they restart everything at number one. I don't think it was that they didn't care. I think it's it's like even Todd McFarlane says, man, uh, he's the one who actually makes sense when it comes to this issue. But you would think that a comic book with a higher number would make you think that it's a better book than something that's constantly getting rebooted at number one. Right. Yep. 
So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I've heard, heard it. I've heard. I've heard it say. I've heard it. Like a lot of readers. Like I'm sure you two would say this. Will often say like their first comic was never a number one issue anyway. No. Like, oh, it would yeah. always be like issue three hundred and fifty odd of some like Spider-Man or X-Men or something like that. So like yeah. very few people's first comic is an issue number one. So like I don't. It's. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, like I say now it's more. Uh, about money if the companies feel someone is more apt to spend money at the you know at the beginning of a story then that's where they're always going to want to try and get you in you know what yes. i mean if people feel more comfortable saying well this is number one i can you know start from the beginning and i'll be fine before yeah. they say oh issue 53 you know then they're going to try to put as many number ones on a shelf as they can mm-hmm. i get that it's all about the money it's always about the money <laughs> Okay, so I guess we're yeah. not talking about Amazing Spider-Man number one. <laughs> we're not talking about it. We just didn't talk about it for like ten minutes. Without actually talk about anything that happened in the, the comics. So. Yeah, we well, haven't read it. Do you guys know anything about Inhuman? Is that the book that Joe Mad was supposed to be doing? Yeah, and now Ryan's been doing. Cancelled on and off. Yeah. No, okay. Matt Fraction was the writer in the beginning, but apparently yeah. they didn't like his take on it. So now Charles Soule is taking over. And they're okay. going to do what the editors say, I guess. Or he's doing the direction they want. Right. Because uh, I think this is supposed to be... This is why it's been included in the Amazing Spider-Man number one. I think this is like your your main book right now to tell you the definition of where the Marvel Universe stands. Does that make sense? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I get... Like, the main, like where all like the big continuity changing stuff's going to happen. Yeah, like if, like if S.H.I.E.L.D. is the backbone for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think Inhuman mm-hmm. is supposed to be the yeah. backbone for the current Marvel U. I, th- okay. I think they are trying to push it as that, but I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think it's working. actually care. Oh. Everybody's like Inhuman, what the fuck? No, especially yeah. With, like, in, in, with, like, it was supposed to come after Infinity, and Infinity finished last year, and now we're in we're in May. Yeah. yeah. Wait, when did in, Inhuman came out in April, I think, didn't it? Or something uh, not too long ago because it's only on like issue two. Is well, yeah, well, yeah. Like I said, that's why I was confused about it because I know it was supposed to be out a while ago, and you know they kept changing people. So I didn't know if it was the same book or if they had come up with something different. I completely missed the the announcement that Ryan was taking over. I seen the uh, free comic book day. Did you all go to free comic book day? No. Do you no, know what the fuck really? Yeah. I have reasons. Okay, I'm not. Do they have free comic book day over there? Or you were working or something, probably. Anthony. Um, I have reasons that I'm not getting into right now. Okay, he was getting laid. <laughs> Someone was getting laid. That's, I'm fa- if it was that, he I was would be getting banks. into it. <laughs> yes, robbing banks in my electric in my electrical yep. suit. We know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sucks, man. Anyways, I seen these sweet inhuman prints, and there was one from Ryan and one from Joe Mad, and I was like, oh, he's drunk. Okay. Yeah, no, Ryan's stuff looks it looks awesome. Oh, like, it always does. If here's if the issue is reasonably priced, I'm the I kind of want to pick it up. If, if it's, it's got a five or six dollar price tag on it, never. Pass. Yeah, so uh, we'll. I mean, when it's on the shelves, I'll I'll give it a look through. But if it if it if Marvel's doing what Marvel usually does, I'm not touching it. But we'll see because it looks cool. I'm actually interested in it, even though I don't read any Marvel books. Wow. Yep. Okay. I know what you're saying, though. The price of comics are ridiculous nowadays. Well, right. Like, so. like I mean, I understand, you know, between, you know, two 
three dollars or four dollars that's the norm now but like i said batman put putting seven dollar comics out and now really? spider-man like yeah it wasn't issue number five or no, 25 i think it was 6.99 i don't know i don't buy batman yeah there, no, like, there are quite a few of the zero year issues have been oh, more than 3.99 they've yeah. like six and eight holy and, crap well, yeah, it's becoming like a trend issues. I don't like, and I'm not supporting it. So that's what I mean. Yeah, there's like this. No, they're trying to bump it to five and six instead of three and four. Right. Just because yep. they can, and I can't. Yep, I can't. No, I can't. Not happening. No. So we'll see. Like I said, to, but it, it looks cool. So I'm. And that's why I was wondering what you know if. Well, I've if got my Comicsology out. Oh wait, I got to go to the store because Comicsology doesn't work the way it used to. Oh, here we go. Oh god, we're gonna get into that. I'm not signing in. I'm not complaining. Although, I did actually go to the store to buy a lot of the titles. I just oh think it's it has made it a bit harder for people who don't use it that much to buy comics. I think that's the worst part about it because now you just can't go on the app and just buy them straight from the app. You got to go to the browser. So yeah, the noobs can whine. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but I always buy them from the website anyway, because the creators got more of a cut if you buy them from the website. Alright, good band. Yeah. Yeah. Which I suppose doesn't matter much with Marvel and DC, but with like the image stuff, even though I don't oh, buy yeah. much image stuff on Comicsology, it, it would makes more of a difference. Oh, okay. Mm. Interesting. What? Oh, here we are. What am I looking for? Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what are you looking for? I forgot. I totally forgot. <laughs> okay, let's talk about a comic book we have read. <clears throat> Did you guys read... Um, Southern Bastards. Southern Bastards. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I knew no, it. Oh, I've not read that. Read I've it. ordered it. It's, yeah. it's, I'm, I've like ordered it. Yeah, I do want to read it. You can talk about it. Just have, talk. have you ever read uh, Sculpt? No. Oh, it, it had that flavor. Uh, well, mm, obviously it's yeah. Jason Aaron. But... Uh, Instead of being on a reserve, it's in the dirty south, I guess. Now, I don't know too much about the dirty south, but from what I could tell, I wouldn't want to eat there because I don't understand what the food's called. That's what this comic <laughs> told me. That And there's a big dude who, whose dad was a sheriff and he was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. That, that's that's what I got out of it. And I, I rather enjoyed it. It's, it's going to be a good series. This dude hits a guy with a fucking frying basket, like a fry basket from a deep fryer full of french fries, man. Hits him with it. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. then he presses it on his arm. I worked in the kitchen. I know how much that would hurt. Yeah. It's crazy. I was like, oh, shit. So, yeah. Uh, a good yeah. book, I thought. Art's all right. I mean, it's yeah, not... Yeah, art's good. It's not... It's Matteo Scattereria, or however you say his name. But yeah, it's, it's no, pretty it, good. Yeah, it's good. Get the idea. The colors really set the mood in that comic, I thought. Yeah, yeah, the the tans and the maroons and the pinks and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I found a lot of orange and browns. I mean, yeah. uh, it's been a couple days since I read it, so... Yeah, yeah, because it has that, you know, uh, southern feel. I mean, you guys aren't from America, but, no. you know, it's that, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But uh, It th- sets this- the, the mood for the place? Yes, yes. exactly. Right. This book actually kind of reminded me of uh, Old Man Logan. Really? And I don't know if it's because of like the color palette, because it's got like that muted deserty type look to it. Mm. But yeah, when I was reading it, that's what I kept, you know, thinking back to. Really? Because I was, as I was reading it, I kept thinking about Scalp. I'm like, this is just like Scalp. This yeah, is gonna see, be I awesome. Never read scalp. Ugh. Yeah, good I never series. read Scalp, so. Good series. Uh, it's hardcore. You know, it's it's good to see him doing this adult 
his adult stuff. You know what I mean? Like even if it's creator owned, it's more of a adults stuff. Yeah, it's like an R-rated movie. Right. I, yeah. I, I don't want to ruin it for Anthony, but um, apparently no, it's this, cool. this, yeah. there, there was lots of preview copies of this book that were out uh, before the book came out, and a lot of people read it, and a lot of people have been pimping it, which is one of the reasons I picked it up. I would have picked it up anyways just because of Jason Aaron, because I enjoy pretty much everything he does, except okay. for when he moved to the X-Men stuff. I kind of, whatever, can't afford Avengers and X-Men, you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> He was doing um, Wolverine in the X-Men, right? Yeah, that was a good book. Yeah, yeah, that was good. No, he's on Amazing X-Men, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think. What else? They relaunched Wolverine in the X-Men with um, Jason Leto right in it. That's it. Wait, who was the artist on... Uh, it is... Latour? Southern Jason Bastards? Jason Latour. That's yeah, the artist on Southern Bastards. Yeah, Jason Latour. And he's also the writer of Wolverine in the X-Men? Yeah, he's an artist on writer. Well, that's some fucking props to you, brother. You work too hard. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I recently read. I recently read. He took he took over Winter Soldier after Brubaker read, and I I only read it recently. Yeah. He, he took over it after Brubaker left, and I was surprised at it being like very good. It was, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah, <laughs> that's all I can really say. That's the only thing by him I've read. So, that's all I can. Winter Soldier by cool. Jason Latour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know that he was a writer and an artist. That's why I was like, wait a minute. Click, click. Uh, it's, I'm, personally, I'd give that book a 6 out of 7. It seemed a little short. I mean, I guess maybe I just wanted more. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's what it was with me, too. It, like, you get enough, but it's good, so you want more. <laughs> yeah, it's a first issue. So. Yeah. If yeah, it's good. Can. I give it a 6 out of 7. Right on. Cool. So I hope you enjoy it, Anthony, when you do get to read it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's somewhat a bit different for me, so it yeah. should be interesting. Yeah, no doubt. It's very far mm. removed from where you live. Uh, <laughs> well, it is. Yeah, well, well, somebody <laughs> yeah. actually raised that question on on Twitter, saying, you know, I wonder how international readers are going to take this comic because it's very in, you know, it's very American South. Yeah, I'm going to read it and just think that. All of America is like the comic book Southern <laughs> Bastards. That's what I'm going to do. Other than New awesome. York, just the, the rest of America. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, I'll be interested to see what you think of it. Yeah, me too. Uh, what have you read lately, Anthony? Did you read. Well, before. Oh, go ahead. What was you going to ask me? Go on. Ask me uh, what I was you ask. wondering if you read Original Sin number zero. No, I've not. No, I've still. Too- I've, wasn't gonna. I'm trying not to buy into Original Sin other than the titles I already buy. Although I kind of do really want to read it because from what I know, it's a murder mystery mm-hmm. drawn by Mike Diodato with like Doctor Strange and the Punisher at the front of it, which sounds really awesome. And I want to read it, <laughs> but I'm trying to be firm and put my foot down and be like, no, I need to stop buying every Marvel event. Uh, I'm all over this one. All over it. Is it good? So far. Yeah. Well, this tell, first... tell me what it's about. It's supposed to be the the watcher dies, and somebody takes his eye, I guess, and that's got all the recorded information of this Earth and all the others. Okay. So pretty much, like, there's secrets out there that you that people don't even know about. Okay. Mm. I don't know. The Captain America is going to find out what they did to him at the Illuminati. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what's going to happen there. So I'm interested yeah. in that right there because. Obviously, you know, he was in the Illuminati. He didn't agree with what Tony said, so they mind-wiped him and fucking kicked him back out into the adventures. 
yeah, there's there's stuff stuff going down with Spider Man as well with like Spider Man's early years with what yeah. Bob's doing yeah. in both hmm. the Amazing Book and Learning to Crawl. I know some of that's gonna go down. Right. I'm interested to see how Punisher is gonna fit into this. Like, what secrets he got to hide? I don't know. You think they'll retcon anything? Uh, probably, man. I think you it's gonna Dan's... be a little bit of a rewrite, maybe. Yeah. I don't. Dan Slot does it easily retcon stuff though. Not necessarily a retcon, more of a tweak. Well, just, well, I think right, they're just like going to build on You think so? Hmm. What was that, Lenny? Well, I was going to say, it, it's an opportunity for them to change whatever they would want to change, right? Like, by saying, yeah. like, oh, this is what you think happened, but here's the truth. So, you know, you could you could do anything that anyone's, like, origin or whatever. But uh, that's what I was wondering. I was like, you guys think they'll do anything like that? No. No? No, well, I don't they think kind it's of that. Already, I, I think, well, with Spider-Man... I always thought, I think this might just be because it was said in the 90s cartoon, but the spider that bit him died straight after it bit him, which is why it never bit anyone else. But mm-hmm. now they're saying mm-hmm. it did actually bite someone mm-hmm. else. But I think it was in the 90s cartoon show when it he was explaining like his origin to this kid in an episode, and he said it died straight after, so nobody else ever got spider powers. But I guess it's 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 somewhat that... That could have happened, I suppose. It obviously didn't in, in like Amazing Fantasy 15 because we've all, all read that. We know it didn't bite anyone else, but so it's, it's trying to like do the comics, the very comic but comic thing of like building on stuff that's already established without retconning stuff too much. Right. That's what Marvel do, and sometimes it works, mm-hmm. and sometimes you get the fucking Stacy kids that can just go fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we haven't seen them in a while. But anyways, you know what? This uh, That whole thing about it, the spider biting somebody else, this has been done before, and Garth Ennis did it in a, in a series called The Thousand. <coughs> no, yeah. I, I well, think- was that... And like proper, that wasn't like six one six. I'm guessing that, that obviously it wasn't. It was it was in a, a series labeled a Tangled Web, and it was supposed to be like offbeat Spider-Man oh, stories. Yeah, I've, oh yeah, yeah. And and I it was first... it's a really oh, good I think story. I read that the other day, yeah. actually. Because like this bully that picked on Peter, the spider yeah, bites Peter, then the bully oh, eats yeah. the spider, and the spider yeah. eats him from the inside out, and he becomes one thousand spiders. And then he, what's he yeah. what he does is he he it eats other so people good. and wears their skin. Yes, it's an amazing story, and, and it he really died. Dark for a Spider-Man comic. Yeah, it's really. Cool. It was really good. But that's book. not continuity. Obviously, <laughs> like, okay, well, fuck it. You know, somebody kicked well, that to the side, and that's in my mind. I'm like, where's this dude? Anyways, <laughs> well, wasn't well, that? Well, it's not continuity yet. No. Well, yeah, they probably undid the continuity, but wasn't that um, where Kane came from, and no. like the no, the tome Kane's of clone, the spider. Kane was a clone. Yeah. Kane, Kane, Kane has all Kane has Kane, all the okay. of the other powers that I've noticed that and I, I don't really know how that happened. Like he's got the spikes that came when right, yeah. When Spider Man yeah, went to Cocoon. Like it just yeah, retcon shit yeah, all the time. Yeah. Like all that yeah, stuff disappeared okay. after one more day, right? Yeah. Which is weird because like that stuff was cool. Like that it added was. to Spider Man, you know. The like, thing with it though, spikes. yeah, they did all that, but they barely like JMS only used like the I can see in the dark thing and Right. Uh, what else? The thing about when he sits on a web, he can feel he everything feel moving it, right? in, a, in a building. Yeah, right. And that stuff makes sense. Like that would be yeah. cool to to keep to you know to let Peter Parker meanwhile, have. Yeah. And then meanwhile, Peter David was writing Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man, and he was using the stuff like the spikes and the he's got some kind of stinging thing with the spikes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which I always thought was weird. Like, did you guys just you get to use these two new powers? I get to use these two new powers. And, yeah. Because eventually they're not going to fucking be here anyways. Anyways, right. Kane's got them all. But Kane was a clone. Okay, he was like the first failed good, Spider-Man okay. clone. 
That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Not a, not a, not a spider, but he can talk to spiders because you know he's got the other powers. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, I don't know. So, I think those other powers are cool. We I'm pretty sure we've uh, just convinced every new person who wanted to read Spider-Man not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> read old Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. <laughs> old stuff's really cool. The new stuff, they're not really sure what's going on. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I'm interested in the original sin, and I will keep you guys updated. Yeah, let me know, because that, that seems cool. It seems like it's got a lot of opportunity to change things and, and tweak Ant things. Anthony, you're just going to bite the bullet. I know you are. No, I'm not. I'm yeah, you are. I'm going to wait until it's on Marvel Unlimited and stream it on that. Oh, well, that works, <laughs> so too. Well, Eric, give him the digital code it comes with. Uh, I, I got a digital email. It doesn't come with another code. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. I, thought I, you I buy a lot of my comics digitally now, to be honest with you. Isn't the Zero issue like $5? It was uh, expensive. I remember that. I don't. Yeah. Gotta go to the store. Because I've still got I've still got my five dollar gift card to use on Comicsology. Don't oh, yeah? know what to spend. Oh, there you I'm go. not spending it on the original Ooh. sensor. Yes, uh, actually, no. I wouldn't spend it on number zero because it's really all about it's just Nova and the Watcher talking. Yeah. Basically. And and you learn a little bit about the Watcher actually. A little bit about his origin. It's kind of cool. Where the fuck is it? I guess it didn't come out last week. It was the week before. Yeah, it was a couple uh, of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, this website just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. Okay. Hey, Comixology. Oh. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. No, we should actually be saying that to Amazon, but never mind. Yeah, Amazon, you fuckers. I would expect more updates. Here, that. find out the now that Amazon's doing things. Faster, load faster. Okay, four dollars for Inhuman number one. Yeah, that's normal. That's all right. I, I'll pay that. Oh, except for I've got a free copy of my Amazing Spider-Man number one that costs six dollars. And there you go. You just bought two comic books at one time. I guess that's not a bad deal, eh? Now you think about it that way. No, yeah. I mean, if you get the entire issue of Inhuman, yeah. I mean, you're just buying two books basically. Original Sin was five bucks. Yeesh. Yeah. I guess we gotta expect that at all event books though. I mean, suckers like me are gonna spend the money. How many parts is original sin? Eight. Wow. But it's probably coming out twice a month. I bet you it'll be done before Forever Evil is done. <laughs> <laughs> just just a dig at the Yeah. I how does that happen? I don't, I don't know. How does like you know what I mean? Well, like, I know how. Start an event and then just let it become eight months later, whatever it is. Finch. It was Finch. He's a very. I don't, they didn't give him enough time, man. And you could already tell right away that he was drawing faster than normal. Yeah. I could, anyways, because nothing was. As, everybody's face was a lot more rounder and not as cross hatched as they usually are. Yeah, so. he's trying to crank out the pages. Yeah. And, and maybe something happened, you know, like maybe he got hurt, maybe he got sick. Yeah, you know, know? life events, yeah. Shit happens. But it's up, you know, when stuff like that happens, it's up to DC to man up and say, "Look, dude, you you can't do it. We'll get you on I something else. We need we need a fill in. Like we have to get this over with." Well, who's the David Finch clone? Do we have oh, one? There's got to be, some, be someone who can mimic his style. It's got to right. be or even close enough. It doesn't you know it doesn't have to be perfect. I like, mean, no offense to to Ryan, but he could do a pretty good Joe Matt if he wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because totally. you can see the Joe Matt in his work, like like when he's trying to make stuff his own, you can still see it just a little bit. Yeah, no? yeah, it's it's an influence. Yeah, so I'm yeah. sure there's somebody who is similar to him. 
don't know. Marvel used to do it all the time, man. I used to watch them do it on uh, Hulk comics, like when Dale Kewen left and Gary Frank took over. Gary Frank, man, uh, was pretty much aping the way Dale drew, I thought. And then over time, like, then you see his Superman stuff many years later. Completely different style. And much better, to be honest with you. Like, they should have just let him draw the way he wanted to draw his style. Yeah. I mean, you have to. It's a business. You have to do that. Like, look how how much it's hurting them waiting for this thing to end. You know what I mean? Like, we're here making jokes about them mm-hmm. instead of talking about you know what they have lined up. Like, oh, we'd be making jokes anyways. Well, I'm probably, but you know what I mean. But the the point is, is like when you have a product to put out and that you're advertising and that you you need it to follow up with future storylines and stuff. Like, you have to get it out. You you can't baby artists and writers. You have to say, look, this is the job. Do it or don't. Like. Right. You know what I mean? I don't. I guess it's just how I see it. Like, because it's Ooh. it's just insane. <laughs> I, I could say something nice about DC Comics and Forever Evil, to be honest with you. Uh, I read because I went to Free Comic Book Day and I bought three comics for myself. My wife bought a bunch of clothes. Nice. And my kid bought some Adventure Time stuff. Anyways, I bought three Justice League comics. I wanted. Uh, I got the little run of the Metal Men stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because it ended with continued in Forever Evil number seven. I'm like, well, that won't happen very anytime soon. <laughs> so, anyways, I read the uh, like it was like 27, 28, and 29, and it's a uh, cyborg gets rebuilt after Grid leaves him, and then he goes looking for the Metal Men. And I kind of dig this take on the Metal Men. Uh, they're basically you take them down, and they're just like this little spheroid or whatever, and it's their their brain, their computer part I guess and you just got to put them in a vat of uh, molten gold or lead or whatever and bam they come back to life uh, which I thought was kind of cool so like you get cyborg and he he recruits the metal men and the metal men are they're like people they want to be like people and stuff and that's why uh-huh. they, can, they can't be controlled they're like I command you to do this they're like I don't fucking command you to suck my mercury hot rod you know <laughs> anyways I thought it was pretty good not bad cool but alas uh it's impaired by forever evil. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like all this stuff hinges on this one event ending, and they yeah. can't get it done. Yeah, like that's it's crazy. Because didn't they just? Um, I don't know this re- re- cool. Oh, I'm not. I don't know what. See. Well, I'll say bleeding cool. I think ha- has a rumor or something about what the next um, DC event is. It's called like Earth War or War Earth oh, or something. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know if that hinges on forever evil. I'm assuming it does. Because they're talking about Earth Two meeting Earth 1 or something. Is it Earth 1 that well, the DC-52 It's going to happen at some point, isn't it? It's, it's got to, one time. And they'll probably play it up like them, the two Flashes meeting for the first time, you know? It's going to be this big epic event that really won't probably be that epic. <laughs> Especially if it takes a year and a half for seven well, issues to come out. Right, like I said, they can't, they can't <laughs> have a repeat of this. Like, if you want to be successful, you have to put your product out. I don't know, I think it's kind of smart how, the way Marvel does it with, like, you know, take this artist you draw three then you draw three and then you draw three you know what i mean like mm. yeah yeah it keeps keeps yeah. everything moving yeah and i don't know sure it's i've heard artists say that it's a takeaway when you're trying to read one story and an artist has changed in the middle of it it depends man like how extreme the art change is like we were right. just talking about you can find people to ape the guy you're right yeah started keep the, it keep the look similar and yeah. and you know, you won't feel a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, where are we at? What? what, what? Oh yeah, I said something nice about DC, and it threw me right off. 
stop, stop, stop. Now you need to go shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scrub me, please. Oh. That's the quote quote on that for the year then. Hey. <laughs> Scrub me down, no doubt. Um Anthony, did you have your what's the last cool thing you read? I don't think we've talked about a single comic book. Oh, I don't know. Um I read Guardians of the Galaxy number 14 before we started recording, which is supposed to be like the double-sized anniversary 100th issue. Mm-hmm. Um, which it was, it was pretty good. Ed, Ed Venom's now on the team, and I don't know when he joined. I think joined I feel like I missed an issue. He joined yesterday in the free comic book day. day. Issue. <laughs> you betcha. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's because I haven't read that yet. I was wondering if I should wait to read issue 14 after the free comic book day issue, and it sounds like I should have. But, um, There's nothing you could do, was, but I seen the thing on Tumblr. Bendis was like, kind of apologizing for the way that went down, but there was nothing they could do about it because of the shipping schedules. Yeah, that, that's a cool. That's a cool idea, though, to put out like something that matters in a free comic book day thing. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, but to put it out after. The right. Thing, I mean, like, the scheduling is oh, is the issue. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm. but the thing is now like they I, just have to make sure, like, you know, like like if Anthony wants to know what happens, you, you can't go and buy free comic book. You know, you know what I mean? Oh, I've got it. It's coming in the can. mail, though. I have actually okay. bought the free comic book. Okay. It's coming yeah, come with that's the, the thing, rest like, of them. Those, yeah, those free comic book copies, like, you you can't catch up if there's important information in them. If you didn't go to Although free I think they, they, they make them available on Comixology now, don't they? I didn't see them. I know some of them are. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know either, to be honest with you. No, I, I, um, I think that's a cool thing. So how was the but anyway? Guardian, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy 14. Yeah, uh, Nick Bradshaw is on art now, which is quite cool. I really like his art stuff. I didn't really, I didn't read much of his X Men with Jason Aaron, so I'm not too familiar with it. But he seems well suited to drawing a team bot with all the different figures. Um, Story wise, the subplot with Peter Quill and his father has kind of come to a tipping point where Peter Quill's father is finally decided to do something about his son and he's basically sent people after each member of the Guardians to like lock him up and put him away to get him out of the way of the universe and it ends looking like Captain Marvel's introduction to the team is going to be to save the Guardians to get him out of the situation they're currently in so we have to wait issue 15 to Hmm. see how that plays out question question. go on is Angela in the book she is not because okay. she is moving over to four. Yes, I think. Sure, yeah. original sin. The, the original sin is she's <laughs> Odin's daughter. What have you been doing, Odin? You dirty fucker! Yeah. I think that's a cool mm. choice too. I do too. You don't like that idea, Anthony, or what? No, I like the. I, I, mm. I, I don't dislike the idea. No, I, just, I think it makes sense. Yeah, they got to put her somewhere, man. Yeah, like I said, it's easy to fit her in as as a you know long lost sibling, and then you can create a backstory through that. Yes. Okay. Anyways. And it'll also help her be in a movie much easier that way. <laughs> what movie would they put her Oh. Thor I don't know. Avengers. <laughs> Thor yeah. We still haven't heard nothing <laughs> about Thor 3. Oh, it's gotta be coming, um, right? Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, anyway, Guardians 14. Um, because it's like a 100 page like, anniversary issue, there's also a story by Dan... Abbott and a story, a separate story by, by Andy Lanning. Oh. The Dan Abbott one is kind of a group meeting Rocket, 
raccoon one, which is kind of it's kind of fun. And then the last one is the I think that the original Guardians because they're from the future with mm-hmm. like that guy who has the Captain America shield and Vance yeah, Astro. Yeah, mm-hmm. what they were the original lineup, weren't they? Maybe. Think. I think they were the second lineup, to be honest with you. But yeah. Anyways, um, there's a story with them which is it it is okay. Um, I don't really think I needed the five dollar anniversary size. I would have been quite happy just getting the normal Nick Bradshaw Bendis story mm-hmm. at three ninety nine. But Marvel do like making a deal out of their anniversaries, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do. They like our money too much, I think. Yeah. But that lineup seems really cool. Like, that lineup has me interested. The Captain Marvel and Venom mm-hmm. out in space. You know, yeah. Venom Guardians, should be out like, in space. Like, I can't believe it's taking this freaking long, you know? Right, yeah. yeah. Let him go like, out there I'm, and be a I'm monster. Ho- like. Yeah. I'm hoping Bendis is going to explore, like, his origin a bit. Like, the planet he came from. Yeah, I well, think they said that they were going to go yeah. wherever it is they're from. Going into his, his symbiote roots, like his symbiote alien roots a bit, which has never, well, as far as I know, it's not been explored that much. Maybe much. unless I'm just, I've just not read the comic that it's been done in, but. There was a planet symbiote thing during the clone saga. Yeah, that was more just. Well, the it was during the, during the clone saga that. Yeah, it don't count. It don't matter. Right, yeah. Kane's no, running that- around out there. Mm-hmm. Alright, what would you score that book? Um it's out with seven, isn't it? Probably give her a five. A five. The artwork is nice to her. Nice. Wouldn't miss Pacelli though. I hope Pacelli's not gone long. Oh, I wonder where she went. That's a good question actually. Where did she go? I don't know. <laughs> is she Because she's not on Spider Man, is she? I don't is she right drawing one of the new Ultimate books, maybe? As I far could... as I know, because that's Dave. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know because I don't read the Ultimate comics anymore. Neither do I. You know, can't can't buy Avengers and X Men and Ultimate <laughs> Universe. Yeah. Well, I decided years ago that I'm I'm either going to go all in for Ultimates or just stick with Six One Six, and it, I just decided to just pretty much give up on Ultimates. And I know they keep trying to do like these relaunches to try and get readers back in, but I've just they never really interest me. Right. I hear that. Because it's all the stuff that happens in between the reboots that you still need to know. Like, it's probably, it's it's kind of become a problem in and of itself where it used to be very continuity light and easy to jump into. And now it's the exact opposite. It's pretty much the 616 universe where it's mm-hmm. it's got like this history and stuff. Right. And I hear that, man. Okay. Um, Lenny, you got another book? Um, yeah. Quickly, I read, uh, Dead Letters. Oh, okay. I I know I think it came out maybe like last month, but uh, I recently read it. Uh, it's from Boom Studios. Uh, it is by uh, Christopher Sabella and art by Chris Visions. Um, it's a cool little like uh, it starts off with this guy who kind of wakes up, doesn't know who he is, very uh, Jason Bourne like. Cool. You know what I mean? He slowly kind of realizes. Um, He's a ninja. He's, well, kind, you know what I mean. Like he knows how to handle a gun, and he, you know what I mean. He kind of has vague remembrances of what he knows and what he doesn't know. Um, and as it, you know, as it goes through it, you learn that there are uh, 
two like warring sides that want him to work for him so he's kind of got to decide which one to pick uh you know like two like rival gang type things okay um and then the the twist to the book um it, it came out last month i will just throw it out there unless you guys don't want me to no give her um i'm, I'm good anyways okay <laughs> yeah go on uh, <laughs> uh the, well the twist is is that he is in uh limbo or purgatory okay so they don't explain how or when he died but but this issue takes place you know in that in-between place it's not heaven or hell so he finds out he can't die the people that he's shot he that he, you know as he's trying to run away and escape and stuff aren't dead um there's basically a like a war going on inside of limbo and that's where it ends you know that's a cliffhanger like hey you're dead but you're not in either place yet so it, it's a cool yeah it's a cool uh it's a cool premise cool idea the art the art's really really flashy um trying to think it's it's got a mixture of a little bit of like american vampire type vibe uh it's you know it's got smoky tones and you know the like sketchy lines it it's a good book it's really hmm. cool i never read american vampire what no i think we've had this yeah i think we've had this discussion (laughs) i'm not a scott snyder uh, fan he thinks he can do horror but i'm not scared of nothing nice (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah no it's cool um like i said the first issue is sort of a teaser and it's a little vague like they they give you the hook to go forward but um but this issue's this issue's good i'd give it a five out of seven nice yeah from boom even huh that's crazy Yeah. yeah Um, I think the only other thing that I wanted to mention was uh, this whole mess of um, people freaking out on Mark Wade for shooting Bruce Banner in the head. Uh, I'm sorry, his explanation in the book makes sense to me. I could see it happening. Actually, had the own, same idea myself one time. Thought maybe I was gonna, you know, kick down the doors in Marvel and take over the Hulk and fix him, but uh, <laughs> it didn't happen. So wait, in in I don't I didn't hear anything. Okay, about so this. he he got shot in the back of the head and it, it broke his skull like it cracked his skull so that his brain was exposed when he was Hulk no he was Banner oh okay so that happens and of course then he hulks out but now you got Hulk running around and his, his, his skull is open man I mean sure he's gonna heal but he doesn't heal that fucking fast I guess he's not Superman right like right. I, re- I remember there's one story where he gets disemboweled like he, okay he's kind of a smart Hulk and uh, he's picking up his guts and he's like I gotta hold them here until they heal and he's, meanwhile he's getting punched for a couple panels, and he's trying to hold his guts in, and he's like, finally, it's healed. And he looks down, and he's, his fingers have been healed into the skin in his stomach. <laughs> so he's got to tear it out he's and almost disembowel himself <laughs> again, right? So this kind of made sense to me, right? So what happens yeah. is, uh, he turns into Hulk, he freaks out, he changes back. He's, 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 he's got brain damage now, man. Like, now Banner is not super smart anymore. He's 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 that guy from Sawblade. Or what is it? Slingblade. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's Billy Bob he's, Thornton from Slingblade. Yeah, it's kind of slow and it's totally okay. slow. But uh, then Shield shows up, and they're like, "What the hell?" Blah blah blah, and uh, the the abomination shows up. Which the whole point was is they were gonna they they cracked his skull open so that they could put a microchip in his brain so they could change him, pretty much weaponize him, right? Change okay. change him on on a click of a button, and uh, it doesn't go down that way. He changes into the Hulk and blah blah. blah he escapes. 
and then uh, the, these same guys who were trying to do this took enough genetic samples from him and blood because everybody always wants Hulk's blood. It seems to be this go-to storyline. Uh, <laughs> and and they, they take this blood and they throw all the leftover abomination bits, I guess, into the blood and it reassembles him. And that's where it ended off was issue two. Was a abomination shows up and he's hmm. going to fight mentally... No, that's not the right word. Challenged. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The brain damaged Hulk, and it was to be continued. I was like, okay. I I personally think this is a really good storyline, but apparently fans are freaking out, and I don't know why. I mean, calm you down. Mean, man. Comic book fans. Are, I know. Comic it. book fans are freaking out over something. Go on, say Weird. it, man. Comics, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I really sound that poncy when I no, say No, I no, I just really, really am not good at <laughs> accents. Okay. Is that your British accent? That, that was terrible. That's my Larry. British accent. Yeah. <laughs> don't know if I should I'll be offended or not. By I don't that. know. I, I will stop though. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Anyways, I give the last issue of the Hulk a good five out of seven because the price went up too. Once again, like we've seen, and we're all listen DC, Marvel, everybody. We noticed. Okay, three guys yeah, from we, three different countries. We're, we're all aware. We're sick of <laughs> your shit. Trying to do. <laughs> yeah, and all it's making us do is buy less comics. So you guys figure it out. You better start writing better stories all the time for everything that you want me to buy. Yeah, it's just not gonna happen. Put more pages in your books. You want more money. That's right. Not less. If they put more pages in, they'll just charge you more money. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing for fans to freak out about. Like it's the Hulk. You know what I mean? He didn't. He didn't do anything to a kid, or you know what I mean? Like, there's not no like real like changing and evolving. You know, like constantly. So yeah. I don't see why people are freaking out now. The next, the, ne- the next, smoke. that's why. The next thing you know, they're gonna do a mind swap with Spider-Man and put like an evil villain in his body <laughs> for like that. a year or two. That'd be okay too. God, I hope they never do that. Happen. Ooh. It's the worst idea ever, Anthony. Oh, that's kind of maybe an ultimate. <laughs> that's how they kind of came up with the Red Hulk. So you might be onto something there. <laughs> I was being—you do know I was being. Yeah, like, oh, I know. Not, never mind. Yeah. Oh, really? Lenny got it. I don't think I'm not <laughs> I got it. it. You're talking about Spider-Man and Doctor Octopus. I get it, man. Uh, good times. Yes. Anybody else got anything <laughs> to add? Or are we going to wrap this up? I actually don't have to poop this time. Frank Lanza. <laughs> I, I, need, I need to go eat and stuff. Oh, but we must chew the food. Are you having mushy peas, buddy? No, I'm not. I've mushy peas in a, a while. You know why? Because they're gross, dude. You shouldn't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> leave, my, leave my culture alone. I, okay, I will. They're, they're a delicacy. <laughs> they're not. They're not really. <laughs> we smush the peas like we smush grapes for the wine. Uh, <laughs> With our feet. Ooh, now I really want to. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, perfect. Good stuff. I guess that's it. I bid you guys adieu. Indeed. Have a wonderful day, gentlemen. Yes, yeah, so I'm up on the Yeah, we like to see your face. Yeah. Time is just a rubber band. Time is at Hello. Hey, man, how you doing? Good, how are you? Pretty good. There's a Maytag out on my screen. Is it what? Maytag. Maytag? Yeah, that's new. And it's running. I was actually just looking at some things for the movie. From the movie. And and we'll talk about that, I guess. Anyways. Uh, how's it going? Did you bring your old lady or what? 
She's here. I'm not that old. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Eric, this is Sam. Sam. I was going to ask you, is it Sam, Sammy, Samantha? Never Sammy. Oh, really? That's what I call my niece, and she hates it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so do I, so don't you. (laughs) It was cool when you were five. Exactly. It's cool when you (laughs) were Until you get to, like, 12, and then you hit 13, you're like, Sam. Yeah. My older sister's like that, too, and her name was Jennifer. Yeah. She's still known as Jenny, though. Yeah. yeah, you can't get away from that one. Well, mm-hmm. I think Forrest Gump kind of ruined that for her, so... Yeah. <laughs> Jenny. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome to this special edition of the Comic Anvil, the Extra Extra. Josh brought his girlfriend. Woohoo! Uh, my child ruined my moment. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Children tend this to is, do This that. is a big moment. This is the most women we've ever had on the show now, with oh. two... Mine are always in the background, constantly. It's crazy. So, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions, Sam? Sure, go for it. Okay, so, like, what do you do for a living? Um, I work at a digital marketing agency where I do marketing and PR. Cool. So, um, that's exciting. It's based in Royal Oak, Michigan. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's is, a lot of fun. Is that, like, Detroit? Yeah, yeah, Detroit area. Right. It'd be, like, 20 minutes away. Cool. All right. Uh, what else did I want to know? Do you you don't read comics normally, do you? Um, no, I don't. But I grew up around comics. My brother, who's actually about seventeen years older than me, oh wow, um, he's always been a huge comic book fan. So, um, my nephew actually is the same age as me. He's about six weeks younger than I am, and that's my oldest brother's son. So, um, as he was raising him. He was also kind of raising me alongside of him. Right, right. And always taking us to Star Wars movies. Um, I remember I went and saw like the first Amazing Spider-Man with him a couple of years ago when it came out. Um, you know, all my Ooh. life just grew up around comics and superheroes, and you know, learned as I grew up. Okay. Well, there's no secret answer to that, so you're you're okay. Good. It's, it kind of, it's not like you need to prove something. You don't. You don't. I was just <laughs> quick question. That's all. Uh, I kind of doing that with my own child. So, whoa, that what was that? It was neat. Was I was just dusting. <laughs> You're dusting. That was your Swiffer, was it? That was my hand, man. Oh, that's crazy that's talk. To the ground. That's some cool special effects. <laughs> that's how you get that. Uh, like you know how they make the laser sound in uh, Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. It's from, from the guy line on on power poles. Twing. Thought that was crazy. Yeah. See like that. <laughs> All right, enough with Josh's magic. Let's 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 talk. Well, everybody knows who Josh is. Do I need to ask him questions, listeners? No, I didn't think so. Oh wow. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what you had a whole interview it was an hour long. Remember? You, yeah, you I really don't. I mean, Green Lantern, Green Lantern, Green Lantern. That's that's what I remember. I was. We were drinking that time though. So. Oh, I was warming up. You were drinking. <laughs> True. <laughs> True that. No, that was, that was fun. Uh, Anyways, Josh hasn't been on the show since we came back because, you know, he's got a girlfriend now. Sorry. That's okay. It's not your fault. <laughs> well, maybe it is your fault, but no. It's, <laughs> it's cool. Absolutely fine. I got people biting at the bit to be on the show all the time. <laughs> oh, well, I'm very honored. Oh, well. Is this your first, po- first pod? <laughs> this is my first yeah. time speaking. <laughs> your first yeah, podcast? Yeah, my first podcast. Well, that's cool. All right. I guess we're ready to go then. Let's talk about the movie. Did you guys like the movie? Um, go for it. Okay, I'll go first. 
Um, yeah, I, I really loved it. Um, I didn't really care that much for the first one because I was adapting from... Sam from, Raimi? I'm sorry? From the Sam Raimi version? Um, yeah, from the Tobey Maguire version. Right, right. And, um, you know, seeing Andrew Garfield as the new Spider-Man kind of, you know, threw me through a loop a little, mm-hmm. especially not being, you know, too familiar with the comic books. But um, this one made me really come to really, really like this version and, you know, all the new stuff that's been happening. So so I really liked it. Josh, you can tell your opinion. I I loved it, I'm, but I've been known to love these versions uh, of the movies, with the exception of the original Spider-Man 2, because we all know that's, you know, kind of what superhero movies should be based on. But um, what are you saying that Superman or Sp- Superman Spider-Man 2 is, is is what everything should be held up against? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, for like the for the non you know dark gritty versions that they're kind of going towards now. I just I don't know. I loved the feel of that movie, um, but at the same time, I think Amazing Spider-Man One is. Well, might now be my after watching it 500 times might now be my favorite spider-man movie um well that's some crazy talk that's cool i though. know no no it's, <laughs> I, you know i'll defend it till the end but i just i think andrew garfield is awesome at peter parker he's even better at spider-man i, agree. I mean toby mcguire was a, a bore fest sorry about that but mm-hmm. no, don't. i mean i i agree i think that um Andrew Garfield is definitely a better Spider-Man now that I've gotten, you know, a chance to see the second movie. I think that he's grown on me a lot, and um, you're right. I, I think that he is better overall, but I did really love the Tobey Maguire version. I think, <laughs> I think Andrew is more likable, and I don't know why. I don't know what it is it's, about him. He's got this charisma about him, you know what but, I mean? But I think a lot of that, too, and it'll be interesting to see the third because I think a lot of that charisma is due to his relationship with Emma Stone and just how well that they work together. You just said doo doo. Nah, Sorry, really off there. I think I know what you're saying though. Up till the part where you said doo doo. Yeah. Um, I I'm think. A child. Yeah, I'm a child myself. I'm a great <laughs> child. Uh, yeah, myself, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, I got to take my wife and kid, and uh, that was fun for me i don't usually get to do a whole family outing like that so yeah. usually it's just me and maya and i end up missing half the movie because it's either sit down be quiet eat your popcorn you got to go to the bathroom now really <laughs> so um it was fun a few things served me for a loop there a few things uh like stuff that i seen in the trailers i i didn't see in the movie at all and i was just yeah. that's what i was looking up before we started talking here I don't know why so they did that. that we saw that we saw a trailer like afterwards. She's like, "Did that even happen in the movie?" I was like, "I don't no. think so." What does he say? It's when he's with um, Harry Osborn at the park, and he said that he does web design in his free time. Oh, and I really? said, "Yeah, it was in the trailer." And I said, oh. "Josh, does he even say that in the movie?" Because I didn't catch that because it's some funny pun. And he's like, "No, I don't. I don't think so." So no, it wasn't uh, the, the part that I stood out to me was when him and Harry are talking at the office and he says to him, why has Oscorp had you under surveillance for the last couple of years? That's in the trailer, but it wasn't in the movie at all. Well, that's no, true. Yeah, at I all. That. I was like, what the hell? Where, where, why didn't that happen? Right. Huh. That's a big one. So I think that's why a lot of people are turned off by this movie because it seems inconsistent <laughs> right from the get-go. Like, here's your yeah. teaser trailer. Oh, but you're not going to see it again. <laughs> so, 
Uh, other, yeah, what else did I like about the movie? I really like Gwen. I mean, you can't knock Emma Stone. She was really nope. good. Very likable. My biggest yes. complaint was uh, all the... Like, I don't like Peter Parker being all angsty like that all the time. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like Anthony said, it's kind of core to his character. So, I, I got to get over that. But the thing that really bothered me about this movie is how much it had me convinced that they weren't going to... We're, we know. can talk about spoilers. I didn't think they were going to actually kill Gwen because it was just... They seemed to be spending so much time making me like her. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I oh, One more movie before they kill her. Come on. Exactly. I wish they would have waited to the third one because you had this relationship during the movie that was kind of like, oh, they're together, but then they're not, and they're together, and then she's leaving, but she's really not. And I felt like maybe in the third... Like, you had that going on in this movie that worked... Then you go into the third movie and you do it to where now they have this perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, just really, you know, stab you in the heart and then have that scene happen. Yes. She wanted to be a sidekick so bad during that scene. I was like, what? What do you mean? Like <laughs> the one the one scene when, she, when they're fighting Electro and she's like, I'm the only one who can reset the power in there so you can overload him. He's like, okay, just be careful, right? And she goes in there. What does she do? She throws a big yellow handle. That's all she does. I'm like, a monkey could do that. <laughs> why, why were you there, girl? You shouldn't be there. Anyways. Yep. Ugh, Gwen, you just had to go and do that. Yeah. Me and Josh both cried. Oh, really? Yep. Sure <laughs> did. You big stud. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't cry. I actually, I was the only person in the theater who sat up and went, <laughs> clapped really loud. I was like, oh, shit. They did it. <laughs> did yeah. I, um... I liked how they did it Um, because the way that like he caught her, I mean, with, you know, almost, I mean, inches to spare and then snapped her back like that. And then everyone's expecting her to open her eyes. And it was like the perfect, like dramatic pause waiting for her to open her eyes. And then the blood came out. I thought that was just executed perfectly. That bump was something. I was like, oh no, he's, you know, I I thought they were going to do like they did in the comic books where... Uh, she falls off the bridge, and then the force of his web stopping her mid-fall snaps her neck. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly what happened here at all. No. And I, no. I thought it was a much better way to, to actually offer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so did I. It, it worked well. Can't say I cried, though. Well, that, I mean, that got me going, and then, the you know, your emotions are all over the place at that point. And then at the yeah. end, with the Rhino and that kid stand out there. Oh, that was that, a, uh, I was like, damn it, kid. Really? <laughs> Maya sat right up. She's like, what's that kid doing? That kid's pretty brave, eh, Dad? I'm like, settle down, you little turd, and watch the movie. <laughs> but she really liked that part. I, I was like, yeah, you know what? That's the thing that I liked about this movie. It had all the beats you needed to make almost every level of person enjoy it. Except yeah. for the snobby people. Like, there's some serious comic book snobs out there that just hate this movie. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And they're picking apart the silly stuff. Like picking apart silly stuff like uh, Dr. Kafka and his accent. I thought, you know, sure, it was campy, but it was awesome. <laughs> you know, it, it totally suited yeah. it. He's like, who are you? Like, he'd be sitting in that thing. water thinking, like... thinking of a supervillain name that whole time they had him underwater. Who am I going to be when they ask me? I'll be elected. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you see that? Um, I just read this article today that they said that there's a scene that was supposed to be after the credits, but they put that stupid X-Men thing in there, uh-huh. which I just didn't understand. But supposedly um, they had Norman's head in like 
Frozen. Yeah, no, I see. I think that was in a trailer, man. It's, was it? Yeah, from what I'm seeing in this. Uh, something about previously unseen part. Oh, wait. Oh, you're right. You're right. It is a post-credit scene. Sorry. I didn't yeah. get the chance to actually like read frozen, it. And they said, like, they were going to... What does he say? He said, like, they they were going to do something to bring him back, or I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. I think you get everything you need, really, uh, as a comic book guy, when you see Norman. Yeah. And Harry oh, yeah. getting there. Like, the thing with the hands, the fingers. His oh, metamorphosis yeah. was on its way. I don't think he died. But apparently... Oh, no. The, yeah, oh, the, no. The green laser they had sweeping the bed after... Uh, he passed away that's a very important thing for the next movie i guess or the Ooh. sinister six according to mark yeah. webb I was, I, that's i did read that today i was like now that's okay. interesting because it kind of makes sense what if they're trying to you know what if he's like transforming into an actual goblin Do which would I mean? be awesome like an ultimate version instead of yeah. yep the goofy suit which brings me to another point that i can't think enough of i mean how dumb is harry man he figures out all this stuff gets to the point where he finds the spider toxin shoots himself up and and, and the thing starts killing him right is it that's what i got out of it and then uh, conveniently this other door opens and there's this self-healing war armor on a, yeah. on a gun slider like oh yes healing healing power is activated and i was just like what the fuck that doesn't i don't get it <laughs> and then you see him at later and he's got like nothing's wrong with him any more than what was before he shot himself up, right? He still had his big neck zit. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, he was uh, he was definitely more attractive after he shot the venom in than he was before. He was more attractive after he shot himself up. Newsflash, yeah. Josh, he's not attractive at all. He's no James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's what the guy's creepy, man. He's always uh, Dane Dane DeHaan. Very creepy yeah. guy. He'll always be that crazy kid from. Uh, Chronicle. You guys seen that? Nope. No, oh not. I was telling Josh that he kind of looks like a really creepy version of Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, you guys got to watch Chronicle. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's on the Netflix. <laughs> it's on uh, the Netflix. <laughs> well, the Netflix Canada is different from the Netflix United States, so I suggest watching it because he, he does play a really good bad guy, and I, I see why they did want him for this role, but I don't know, something about him just didn't Maybe they cut some stuff out that we needed to show. I, di I didn't sympathize with him at all. I sympathize with Electro more than anybody else. Well, I mean, oh, Peter yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Fox killed that role. He's great. Yeah, like, did you not think that he was a down-and-out loser with, like right before the transformation? Oh, yeah. Like, how you kind of felt bad for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Even I felt bad for him. Yeah, I mean, that's just great acting there. I expected nothing less from Jamie Foxx. You know, it was Jamie Foxx. One thing I noticed, I was like, I don't remember Jamie Foxx having that gap between his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, then he turns into Electro and the gap was gone. I was like, what? Am yeah. I, did I drink a bunch of beer before I come to the theater? What happened there? Is that a yeah. superpower? His teeth grow together? <laughs> That's what I said when I got out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? You noticed yeah. that too? Good, I'm not the only one. Yeah. I was like, I seen that gap and I was like, I didn't know whether to smile or kick a field goal or... High five the guy. <laughs> wow, that was uh, quite the uh, American reference there for you, Mr. Canada. What? Kick a field goal? I used to play a little football. Back in... You, you, I mean, you're not going to put it between the goalposts? I, that's, a, that's a field goal, right? See, now you're, <laughs> making, now you're making me question my own masculinity here in sports. Because I don't watch sports doesn't mean I don't know anything. I used to play baseball, <laughs> too. I used to play baseball, too. Wow. 
And that's that impressive. About that was about it. BMX a lot. Wait a minute, we're talking nice. about Spider Man. Um, yes. Anything else stand out uh, to you guys that made you like, I don't know, that you wanted to comment on? Yes. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the, the downtown um, scene where, you know, he goes up, faces Electro for the first time when that spider sense, oh, yeah. you know, happened. That was just the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, I mean, talk about, you know, dollars put into that one particular scene but it was worth it and they did it a few times right even at the end with like at the death that was all spider sense time oh yeah mm-hmm. what did they call yep. that bullet time in the matrix yep it's pretty much the equivalent though oh yeah it's it's the same but I, what i liked about that one with electro was like when you saw like the people's hands like going to touch yeah like that railing and you could see the bits of electricity starting to come to the hand it was just really like really cool mm-hmm I was like, he's going to lose those two and save everybody else. Then he did a really quick thing with the webs, and I was like, oh, look at him go. Yep. Yeah, that was that was good. The action's a phenomenal in this movie, I thought. That's why I wanted mm-hmm. to see it, because I seen the trailer in 3D. Then I ended up not watching the movie in 3D. And I'm kind of glad I didn't, because there was a lot of mushy-bushy in it with Peter and Gwen. So. Yeah, yeah, we didn't see it in 3D, so... That's good, was, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that was probably good. Yeah. Um, like so, I'm always going to say that was the worst part of the movie. The mushy, mushy. <laughs> but it's integral and yada, yada, yada. What would you guys think of the rhino? I mean... Nah. No? It was whatever. I loved, I loved him. I, I thought it was cool. Um, and I knew going in that it was just going to be that two-minute scene. Just from what everyone had kind of said already from different articles and stuff. I thought I... I except I expected it to be in the beginning when you saw that like you know robbery right. chase kind of happening. Um, so it, I mean it was cool like to see it kind of come back again at the end and come full circle. So yeah, no, that was cool. I, I that's kind of why I enjoyed it because Paul Giamatti being a yeah. Russian again with the Russians. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I just ate that up. I thought it was awesome. I liked his uh, neck tattoo. Yeah. Oh, the barbed wire or was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think it was barbed wire, or like something. No, it was a it was a forehead yes. tattoo, wasn't it? Oh, forehead oh, yeah, tattoo. Yeah. That's, That's what right. It was. Yeah, he had a halo, a crown of thorns tattooed on his head. Yeah. What a dork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the suit though. I didn't think I thought that was a pretty cool way to go about it. I mean, yeah, I liked that. It's what kind of brought Peter back into the mix. Mm. Uh, but I did. Prior to that scene, though, I did like how it showed him kind of at her grave and the seasons changed. So then you, like, understood that, like, this time had gone by. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. And then, oh, man. Sorry, my child's. <laughs> my child. Yes, good point, man. That was a that was a good montage to show the way time, what's, like, how long did he quit? They said, so, I think they said something like five months, didn't they? Yeah. After that little scene. Yeah, man. But yeah, seeing him kind of uh, seeing Rhino kind of stomp down the street like that was a cool like way to bring him back. Um, that was a really cool scene in general. Um, and then you know that I think even like leading up to that when uh, Harry was kind of like saying like he's trying to get this team together, mm-hmm. and then it you know showed that that'll be exciting. I'm excited to see the Sinister Six. That's for sure. Yeah, you know what? I was a little concerned, though, because why would Doc Ock's arms be in the basement there? Like, I know. I hope they don't make Doc Ock some kind of 
thug, you know? Yeah. Because Doc Ock was just genius. I would I would have loved if maybe you had you had like a quick little um, like Easter egg kind of of like him like walking by and like introducing mm-hmm. himself to like Harry, you know, earlier on in the movie. Yes. It's like, one of the scientist workers there. I mean, it would have been an easy fix to that. Yeah, speaking of uh, Easter eggs, th- there was one, actually, when the guy who Max Dillon calls Smythe, he's a he's a guy who makes the Spider Slayers, right? In the comic books, That's, the cartoons. Yes. So that yeah. was cool. I was like, hey, cool. It's uh, Alistair Smythe. And That's then, what I thought. That, you know, I thought that's what it was. Oh, yeah, right away. I was just like, oh, cool. I, I caught that. Yeah, sweet. And then uh, you didn't catch that, though, did you, Sam? No, no. no. <laughs> bad. <laughs> Josh will teach me the ways. One day, one day. One um, day. <laughs> what else was another one? Uh, well, that's the funny thing. I was trying to get her to buy the, uh, to go get the Amazing Spider-Man one that you know, but they renumbered it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're getting ready to go to Free Comic Book Day on Saturday. She's like, "So can I get that for Free Comic Book Day?" I'm like, <laughs> no, it's, no. "No, it's six bucks." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just read that before we did this. Uh, not happy with that issue myself. But. Uh, well, I'm shocked. That I thought you would have liked the. Uh, I, my favorite part of the issue was the one with the Hulk and in there, kind of making fun of Spider-Man and like his powers and stuff. Oh, I don't. I didn't read it all. That's why I was like, okay, what do you mean? It, yes, to be continued. Look at the size of this comic. Oh my God! Look at all this crap they filled in here. Oh yeah, there's issue one of Inhumans. I didn't want that either. Yeah, I didn't want that either. Yeah, but yeah go back and read that piece. It's, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty funny. I probably will. Um, sidetrack, Easter eggs. The girl, the girl who is Harry's secretary, calls her Felicia. No, I don't. Me and Anthony talked about this, but I think it's Black Cat. Really? Yeah. He's like, but they don't don't ever refer to her her as Felicia Hardy. And I was like, oh, that's too bad, because that would be the perfect rebound girl for Peter, man. Right? (laughs) The Black Cat, because she's just she's crazy to begin with. Well, we all know they're going to bring in a teeny bopper to be MJ. Even though I was talking to Sam about this earlier, I want Emma Stone to come back, have her hair red, and just have her be MJ. I, I don't think that'll work, man. It'll work. No. <laughs> and then he falls in love with her because of the striking similarities <laughs> between her and uh, <laughs> or, uh, Gwen Stacy. See, that's just, I think, psychotically wrong to begin with. Uh, that's not right. <laughs> well, and it's not right. I mean, in this day and age, the way that these people these internet people freak out because mm-hmm. a character puts his hair a different way than he did in the comic books <laughs> i can't imagine how uproar that would cause well you guys know that shailene woolley was supposed to be in this movie right as mary jane yep really i did she, not know that. she got cut out i don't know why i don't know how i feel about her being I mj i don't know either i didn't think i like mj should be a supermodel that's <laughs> my opinion. I mean, Shailen Woodley is cool, but I mean, back when I was in high school, I watched her in, on ABC Family in The Secret Life of the American Teenager, and I just don't trust her as anything else in any kind of serious role. Oh, really? This girl's in other work. I didn't know this. I've never heard of her before until. She has. She's in Divergent, and apparently she's some, you know, phenomenal actress. She's I, the next Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, apparently. I've see, seen that before the movie. I was like, who is this chick? And all I could think was like, man, she comes off like she's got a real attitude. Probably why yeah, she's not in this Amazing Spider-Man movie. Good. <laughs> it could be. I think, like, because I remember hearing that casting like a year ago, mm-hmm. and then 
that she was supposed to be in it. And then I think I heard, I thought I heard like a few months ago that they ended up just like, I knew that they cut her scenes. And I think they ended up just like cutting her out of it altogether. Oh yeah. So who so, knows, right? What Maya? What? Electros on TV? That is pretty cute because we're talking about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Could you beat it now? Thanks. Sorry. About I think that. They did not cut that piece out right there. Yeah. I don't think I will hear it. It was pretty cute. They're talking, <laughs> they're talking about Electro on TV. <laughs> right on, man. See, that, that was that was one of my favorite things. Is coming home and uh, Grandma, Grandpa. We're asking uh, Maya, like, who was in the movie, and she named them all. The rhino, the little kid with the Spider-Man costume, Gwen, <laughs> yeah, Green Goblin, Electro. I'm like, holy crap, she kind of, I think she kind of liked it. That's awesome. Usually she doesn't yeah. dig the superhero stuff, but she goes anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you've taken her to all of them, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Everybody likes Spider-Man. That's how I look at it. Why, because mm. you love Spider-Man? Yeah, because I love Spider-Man. If I can love Spider-Man, then I think everybody should love Spider-Man. Well, not everybody loves Spider-Man if you go on the internet. <laughs> I like Spider-Man, though. What's the internet, exactly? <laughs> Stay away. It's, it's, it's a bad place. <laughs> um. Okay, what else would I want to mention? Did I talk about the other Easter egg? Oh, yes, I did. The big ones. Those were my, were my big ones. Other than, you know, seeing Doc Ock's arms. Let's talk about um, Stan Lee's cameo. Stan Lee's cameo. So unmemorable, I can't remember. I know. It's when um, he's walking across the stage and Stan Lee is sitting in the in the bleachers and he goes, hey, I think I know that guy. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, um, what? Right, at the graduation ceremony, right. I, oh, yeah, was, I almost blocked all that out. It was kind of funny, but kind of like, Wait. <laughs> because it's disappointing because the first movie was one of my favorite, all-time favorite Stan Lee cameos where he's just got the headphones on and he's battling the lizard behind yes. him and he's like has no idea. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. But doesn't he appear in the Raimi movies too? Yeah. I think he's like a hot dog vendor in one of them yeah. in there. Yeah. I think my favorite Stan Lee appearance is actually in Ben Affleck's Daredevil. When, when it's not even Ben Affleck, it's just a little kid. He's going to walk across the street and he stops him with his blind kid cane. Does he? I, see, I don't, I don't yeah, remember okay. that. Yeah, see, I do. I've watched it a lot. I like the movie. <laughs> well, that's okay, because I like uh, Green Lantern movies. So. Well, that's fine. I like the Green Lantern movie, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot you liked that movie. Hey, did you ever watch that Emerald Knights like I told you to? Yeah, I watched it like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> a year, eh? I'm sure. I don't think it was that long ago, man. It was like a month after we had the interview. It took you a month to get to it? Well, wow. I'm a busy guy. Uh, okay, that's right. If I, I forgot you have a girlfriend. You know what you should do? You should get married, and then you'll have all the time in the world. <laughs> no, that's no. a joke. Have children and see how much time you got. <laughs> okay, wait. I might be getting a little ahead of your, your game plan over there, so sorry. We went to a birthday party on Sunday for a one-year-old, and everybody was telling us that we're next. So pump the brakes. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Month. How long have you guys been dating? Not that long, eh? No. About a month. Nowhere near long enough for a for a child. Yeah, let's let's uh, start making babies. It's been four weeks. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, hold your baby three days. <laughs> three days. Yes. No. No, and then it'll be five years down the road. How how, how old is your baby? Fifteen hundred and seventy-two days. <laughs> <laughs> My math yep. might be off a little bit there, but um, good enough. 
Yeah, close enough. You get, <laughs> you get, you get my job. Uh, what else did I enjoy about the movie? What else did you guys enjoy about the movie? What else can be said? You know, if you didn't hate it, can't really make fun of the stuff that you liked. Right. Mm. I know, right? There were some things that bothered me. I mean, I could go on about that, but I talked about that with Anthony. So, <laughs> what's the biggest thing that bothered you? I guess that's the question. The biggest thing that bothered me. Yeah, the the mushy mushy. <laughs> totally the mushy mushy. I was just like, oh come on, get out of there. Go, go fight somebody, something. Oh, That's a melodrama. Like even when I like I buy the comic books and when I get to the the narrative Peter Parker's life stuff, I kinda skip through it. Unless I know the bad guys in the scene, then I'll then I'll read it. Yeah. But I I mean I loved again the web shooters and they failed. Oh yes, that was good. It's like finally. That was neat. What else was in that? These I feel unprepared. I know. I, I was just. I don't know. I don't know. See, like I must have really enjoyed the movie because it's the only thing that really disappointed me. I, I mean, well, other than this, this, some scenes were did, that were in the trailers weren't in the movie. A lot of people said it felt disjointed, the story, and I didn't catch that at all. I think people just love the bitch about superhero stuff anymore mm -hmm. because it's the cool thing to do. Mm -hmm. And at this point, mm -hmm. I'm just like, did I enjoy, when I walk out of the theater, did I enjoy the movie? Yes, okay, then it's a good movie to me. That's right. That's all there is to it, right? So, and they, these people get their panties in a bunch, and they're like, shut the fuck up already and just watch the movie. Who Like... If you want it to happen, you know, panel from panel from the comic book, go Ooh. fucking read the comic book. Or go rent Sin City. That's exactly panel for panel. Yeah, seriously. It is. But yeah, no, so, I know what you're saying. I know it's it's a little, what do you call it? Disheartening. Yeah. Like even with Man of Steel, I liked the movie. I was like, hey, that's wrong. You shouldn't have killed the guy, dude. <laughs> but I mean, it's still, I still enjoy the movie. I enjoyed it enough to buy it on Blu-ray. And watch it yeah. once in a while. But that and movie, that's the thing too. that movie gets nothing I mean, but made fun of constantly. I know, and it, everyone prior to that, when Superman Returns came out, everyone was like, "Oh, I want a Superman that like punches people and like da da da." Okay, well, this is the movie that yeah. Superman punches people. And then and everybody bitched about the destruction. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. People will just pick apart whatever they they can. Yep. But it's worse with the comic book guys, right? Because there's like the Marvel fanboys, the DC fanboys. Yep. Can't we both read the same comics? You know? I'd like to. Yeah, it would be nice. But, you know, alas. <clears throat> I bought a DC comic last week, man. Oh, really? The, the Flash Annual. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Is there a... It's okay. It's, I, I should say pretty good because it's better than any of the previous Flash comics in the New 52. By far. I will say I'll agree with that. See, I was a big Mark Wade guy with the Flash, so that's why I was kind of disappointed with the new Fifty Two. Um, back to Spider Man. Spider Man. Good movie. What else can you say? It was a good movie, right? It was a good movie. I would like to watch it again, but not at the theater. So, who do you think is gonna be? 
the, the big baddie in the next one. <sighs> Who knows, man? I have no idea. I mean, they've got somebody to choose from, right? Yep. You know what? One thing Anthony did point out that made sense to me is why didn't they take advantage of this movie to set up the Eddie Brock ultimate version of Venom? <sighs> I know. I like, know. With, like, why not have... Because in the ultimate version, it was Peter's dad and Eddie Brock's dad that were scientists, and they were working on another project altogether. I mean, they could have. I mean, okay, it's kind of weird that all the villains are coming out of Oscorp, but I mean, yeah. it's, it's there. You might as well utilize it. And I think yep. that would have been a good idea. Like, if they really want to make Venom work, I think that's well, the best possible way to go about it. Instead of having him drop from. I was watching Spider Man 3 the other night, and I was like, when that rock fell to the ground in the park after they're making it on the spider web, I was like, that is the lamest <laughs> villain intro in the history of villain intros. This is horrible. I didn't like it yeah. at all. I'm like, this bad. Well,. Maybe that they can utilize it still by having it come from that secret subway lab that his dad. Yeah, where all this. But every, but all that really explained for Peter though was that his dad still loves him, and the DNA yeah. that he spliced with the spiders was Parker DNA, and that's probably why Peter doesn't have six arms and nine yeah. eyeballs, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or whatever happened to Harry there turned into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Google. <laughs> What do you Who knows? Maybe that Flash be uh, Venom. Venom. You think they'll bring that guy back from the first movie? That'd be cool. That would be cool. Say, say, like for the whole second movie, he was in Iraq and he got his legs blown off. Now he's yep. come back. That's that. See, now that would have been perfect if they had seeded it. That at the end with him like rolling in off the like um, plane on a wheelchair. Yeah, would be cool. But still, you got to have that Venom's a bad guy thing before you get to Flash, really, don't you? Do, do you think you, you have? Do. Yeah, you do. So now you got I, I, I think it'd be cool to have but <laughs> it would be cool. I mean, if they want to make a big franchise of the Spider-Man thing, they got to start. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like they got to start planting more Easter eggs that are more obvious, I guess. Because apparently, this movie had a lot of them, and I didn't even catch a lot of them. Caught a lot of them, but not all of them. I'm not that good. I'll see it again. I never read more about it. I never played Pokemon, so I can't catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's cool. That, I, that's why I want to go see it again myself, because I'm like, I know there's stuff in there I missed. Yep. And it's such eye candy, the action scenes. That's my favorite I, part, man. People say that look cartoony. Did that look cartoony to you guys? I didn't think so. I don't think no. so. Yeah. I thought it looked awesome. Like, especially that intro in the beginning when he's falling, and it's just the spider, and then it's like the rippling in the back of his uh, Oh, yeah. Suit. That was, was like, slick. That's slick. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. That was and they they kind of changed the, the way they did the web swinging with the camera. You were like, you were the camera this time. Yep. See, I'm glad I didn't see it in 3D. I probably would have threw up. Yeah, seriously, I said <laughs> the same exact thing. Because I was getting that little bit of that roller coaster effect when I was sitting in the theater with no 3D. Yeah, yeah. I saw the first Amazing Spider-Man in 3D, and I didn't want to go see the second one for that reason because it was just, I mean, it's made to be 3D with all those effects, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's a little too much when you're sitting there. It's like, close your eyes for a second. If you're going on a ride, you're going to get sick. Yeah, it's hard with action too, especially. Yeah. Because you know? I could watch yeah. Captain America in 3D and I go, that was a little hard to keep track of. Yeah, definitely. So well, plus, I mean, we were... We were feeling a little buzz when we went to the theater, too. So. Oh, true. Yeah, had a couple of drinks, did you? <laughs> After a Long Island iced tea and a lemon drop, we walked over to the theater. <laughs> Ooh, what's a lemon drop? It's a, thank you, Eric. <laughs> thank you. It's a shot of vodka 
just straight vodka with sugar around the rim and a lemon wedge. You oh, no, put that's, tequila. Oh, no, not tequila. Yeah, tequila. No, it's, no that, it's like tequila. I didn't know what a lemon drop was either until okay. before Spider-Man. But no, it's, <laughs> it's vodka. <laughs> yep. And you, yeah, you just coat the lemon and the sugar, take the shot, and suck on that lemon until it starts to taste good. Oh, that's good because, like, with tequila, you gotta like shoot the salt, squeeze the lemon in your eye, snort the salt, and <laughs> drink the tequila lemon. or something like that. I don't care. <laughs> yep. Crazy kids and your drinks. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Quick question: Do you guys see Captain America too, as well, by chance? Nope. No, you didn't. I have not. Okay. So then this this question. Is moot. I won't ask it. Mm-hmm. Okay, what did you think was better? Well, that's that's what people were asking me, so I wanted to know what you guys thought. Uh, I thought that Captain America was better. Okay. Personally, because I uh, I don't know why. I really don't like. I was thinking about it uh, after Anthony asked me, and I still really don't know. I just think I really like Captain America. <laughs> I mean, I really <laughs> like Spider Man. I have a Spider Man tattoo, so they're both really good. You know. Yeah. But if I, I had to, to go still. If I had to go see it, another one again, either one of those, I'd probably go see Cap first. Yeah. Yeah, everyone was saying it was like the best of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Dude, it's the only thing that fixed the TV show. I'll tell you that much. It fixed the TV show. Well, oh, yeah, I heard about that, but I stopped watching that show. Oh, yeah. this, oh so. totally understandable. <laughs> it was a little, a little slow there in the beginning. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, no, uh, Captain America's a real big game changer. Mind you, you could say that what happened in Spider-Man was a bit of a game changer, but they kind of resolved that before the end of the movie, right? Yep. So, yep. It's, you know. Did you, speaking of TV shows, did you see the Gotham trailer? No. I did see a lot I did, I did, no, no, if we have the internet, it's okay. Oh, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> the 24, um season premiere last night on Fox so I mean I kind of forgot about that internet thing. Oh yeah. right. Well I guess the there's a, there, there's one on the internet that's two minutes longer than yeah. what, what you yeah. see during 24 apparently. Yeah, yeah I saw the two minute one. I yeah. see, I just see a lot of jokes about oh it's on Fox I hope it makes it past 10 episodes. I was like oh yeah, seriously. Ow. <laughs> that's ow. Which I don't understand because I in my opinion Fox has some great shows like um, 24 lasted a really long time. I mean, they turned it into a movie, and now it's back for, you know, at least one more season. Hopefully it comes back for more, and they have, like, New Girl. Um, I watched The O.C. when it was on Fox, so when I saw Ben McKenzie and the new Gotham stuff, I was pretty excited about that. Ooh. I mean, I think that they can produce some pretty good shows, but I do agree that a lot of them are flops. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. It, well, I think... <laughs> where that joke comes from is like any kind of fantasy or science fiction that they try. Yeah, like they're almost human. What was that one with uh, yeah. Josh Holloway? Um, oh, no, it wasn't that ABC, the one with Josh Holloway? Oh, was it? Yeah, I it might so. be. I think so. But Almost Human was the last one, and I guess apparently it was really good. Yeah. It, it was yeah. so good, I'd never even heard about it until they canceled it. Yeah. They already canceled it? I didn't know that. Yeah, I guess. Oh, well, that makes sense because it looks kind of dumb to me. Well, see, that that's probably why, you know, what you, <laughs> like, you look at their big shows or like, what, the OC and what was the other one you mentioned? Um, Gossip Girls? Uh, oh. New Girl. New Girl. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. See, that kind yeah, of, that's. OC was like, that show was so old. I mean, it was probably from like 2006. <laughs> it's pretty old. So old. 
Whatever. So old. Shut up, old man. Wasn't that <laughs> I hope you're talking to Josh. I am talking to Josh. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. I'm excited for that because I am the one who told Josh about it. Well, I knew about it. I just didn't realize the trailer dropped. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm looking forward to this new Flash show. I want to check. Me out. too. I watched the two episodes that he was on on Arrow, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll wait for Netflix so I can watch the rest of them. Yep. Arrow's been stellar. Again. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, I really like Deathstroke, so I mean, there's no reason that I shouldn't like that show. Other than the fact, you know, Deathstroke should be Titan the Teen Titans, not Green Arrow. Wait. Yeah. Is he growing a goatee yet? You should grow the goatee. No, he's gonna grow. I guarantee it's gonna end with him with the goatee. You think so? Yeah. I thought it was impressive when they finally gave him a mask. I was like, fuck, it's about time. I was shocked it happened so soon. Really? It was like in season two, though. I, the green eye paint wasn't doing it for me. I'm like, I can tell who yeah. it is. <laughs> but how long did it take uh, Superman and Smallville to uh, oh. put on the cape? Ten seasons? Ten years. Oh, yeah. They skipped the whole Superboy thing, though. And they, they did something else. What was it? The red, blue, blur? The red, blue, blur? Yes, the red, blue, blur. And then all of a sudden, he decided after that he was just going to be the, the blur, and it was just all black and a trench coat. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't those, were the, those were the depressing years of Smallville. See, I figured out the trick to Smallville when I when I got the first season on DVD, as I'd watch the whole show right until the last commercial break, and then I'd stop watching, because it was always Lana and Clark in the barn. <laughs> crying or, or hugging or holding she hands. She is the ultimate worst character in TV history. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do you know when that Flash show was supposed to start? Is it this uh, sometime in the fall? In the fall. Oh man, I gotta sweat through the summer first. That's gonna suck. Yep. Oh well. It's gonna be what a whole. Uh, well, I can't even tell it. Can't even make that joke because you won't get it. What? I was gonna make a. a, a temperature joke but you're celsius over there and i, I understand fahrenheit you go ahead you hit me let's hear your joke <laughs> i was gonna say was it gonna be a whole 50 degrees up there that's sweating for you uh no it gets to like 90 here man Whew. that's fucking hot to me i mean yeah, it's hot. it's it's snowy here at least eight months of the year right so we're not used to we don't get yeah. enough sun up here too apparently like right now if the sun stays up till about mm, 10 and by the time summer comes, it'll be up till midnight. It's up till it's midnight, crazy. and then it's it's down till about four in the morning, and it comes back up again. That's awful. That's how far north I live. If you live farther north, it never gets dark. I know. Mm-hmm. That's awful. It can be, especially when you have a child who's like, "It's daylight. It's it's not bedtime." Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. You little bugger, go to bed. <laughs> Anyways. I guess we should wrap this up because we're way off topic now. Yeah, holy moly. That's okay. I, I enjoyed the conversation. Thank you for joining me this evening, you two. Absolutely. Yay. When you fly the universe, well, you need some rest, yeah, you need some rest. Ooh, we like the big white spaces, yeah, we like a sea of faces, yeah.
Fly at night till we're satisfied. 